What's up, everybody? And welcome to Flagrant. Cut that music, Mark. Mm-hmm. Mm. We just got back from um, Paris Fashion Week, men's, men's Fashion Week. Yo, we're different now, man. We're part of the elites. We're part of a uh, select group of individuals that dictate culture, mm. dictate society, mm. dictate the most important thing that exists in this universe, mm. and that is the clothing that we wear. Feels yes. good. Come on, bro. It feels, feels good, good to be on top. Yeah. yeah, the power feels good, man. Who are you wearing? Um, um, these, this is, uh, there's some Zara, there's okay. some, uh, <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm all about highs and lows. But what is, what is Zara? You know what is, that, I mean? is that Italian? Highs the, and lows. The highs and lows is really how you do it. So like the Zara might seem low. You was talking about Jordan 1s. Only highs and lows. Highs and lows. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Shoes are made by Pfizer. Ooh, Look at you know that. What I mean? Yo, Pfizer got my back. Those are the Pfizer 3s right there. You know what I mean? Pfizer. Shout out to healthcare. That's what you needed at Burning Man, Akash. Real talk. Yo, real talk. Okay. I'd have been fine if I was just more fashionable. Shit. But we're different. What I'm trying to say is we're different now. And it's not, we're not the same guys we used to be. We've experienced the fine life. I love Paris, matter of fact. There he is. Like, yeah. I, I literally changed my mind about Paris. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> After being in Paris. And being on top. That's the difference? Yeah, bro. When did you not like Paris? Uh, when I went with my wife. And listen, I don't think it has anything <laughs> right, to do with right. I don't think it has why anything. Like, why can't you just say two months ago when I went? It has nothing to do with the fact that I went with my wife the first time. <laughs> and um, listen, I didn't, I didn't shit the bed this time. I, oh, that was in Paris. Yeah. That was in Paris. Oh, wow. Exactly. Yeah. Think about that. Now, who really made me shit the bed? <laughs> Think about that. Uh, Whose fault was it really? What's the common denominator? Uh, I shit the bed, she's with me, ooh. right? I don't shit the bed, and we just went and we just were on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, Paris Fashion Week, <laughs> absolutely successful. We'll go back to Paris again. Turns out, great global city. <laughs> Great global city. This is what it is. It's really just the fact that the waiters were like kind of polite. <laughs> that was the, literally the only thing that made him like it. Why, why, we're, why? Like, oh my God. We're talking and like there's just two Listen. people, like Andrew's talking to someone across the table and then the waitress is about to grab something and then goes, I'm so sorry. Do you mind if I grab something? And then she reaches in and then grabs it and Andrew just stops the combo and goes, I just love it. I just love it. <laughs> I just, just the respect that these people you know what give he me. Loves? It's just not having to tip at the yeah. end is what he loves. <laughs> yeah. Listen, really listen, uh, that was that's that. actually I don't even get to do that anymore because Dove is so concerned how people will view me. Yeah. So he's like, you have to over tip if you want, because people are gonna think that you're a bad person. Blah blah blah. Now the explanation listen. is whatever we have to tip, you tip double so that they're not talking about you as a tipper. You don't need to be a great tipper. Just okay. don't be a bad tipper. Let me say this. First of all, uh, I tip more than all of you. You do. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, second 10% of all, ten percent of a much more expensive meal. Go, That's what he means. He means uh, gross dollars. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. When we go to a restaurant in New York, we go to a restaurant down the street in New York, and we're in the middle of a conversation, a heated conversation, and then some fucking giant lurch woman <laughs> walks up. We haven't even eaten the food, and just goes, "Hi, do you like the food? Hi, do you guys enjoying anything?" What a bitch, this is, dude. Bro. What a. <laughs> You took the words out of my mouth. You took the words out of my mouth. I'm in a heated conversation. Back up, bitch. Maybe she tried to mediate, bro. No, I don't mediate nothing. The fact that you're even making arguments for this shows me you're a sucker. (laughs) You know what I mean? In in Paris, listen, Parisians just get it, dude. Parisians just get it, dude. Listen, listen, in Paris, in Paris, you guys obviously wouldn't know, but in Paris, I wouldn't know. In Paris, okay? You're having a conversation with somebody, the waiter walks up, notices that you're having a conversation, and then just goes, oh, I don't want to interrupt him, walks away. Mm. Mm. That deserves a tip. He'll let you be the prisoner of a moment. 
He'll just let you be the First yeah. of all, <laughs> so if Ray, I'm the president if Ray of the Ramones. Jesus didn't interrupt us arguing, they would never come over to our table. Exactly. Good. <laughs> Good. And then you'd be complaining they're not where, doing oh, shit. The yeah, where's the Where's the yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you're there for. Where's the? <laughs> That's what you're there for. Where's the? Where's the menu? Where's the water, etc. You, you motherfucker, once said, go ahead, go ahead. you motherfucker once said, I don't feel like tipping if my water gets to zero in the glass. You go, if my water gets a zero in the glass, I'm not going to give That's you a tip. That's a crazy rule. Yeah. We're not in India with slaves. Okay? <laughs> These are normal fucking people yeah, well, here. That's when I was poor and I had to find reasons not to tip people. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's an honest moment. I'm not going to disagree. You're just making up arbitrary rules. Yo, 1,000%. So I used to hate good service because I was like, I got to tip this motherfucker more. But if they gave me one like slightly rude thing, I was like, fuck yeah, let's yeah. go. Bro. If bro. they mess up your order, it's the best day in the world. Yo, the, I was so happy. You're bringing flies no, from home just to drop in there. And they weren't like apologetic about it, yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's, we'll see who really yeah. won this exchange. Apologetic, that's a very objective measure. Yeah, that's oh, a, yeah, 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 <laughs> that's yeah, a very yeah. measurable thing. Yeah, if my meal's not free, you're not apologetic. <laughs> uh, okay. Actually, I worth. will be honest, after going to uh, the Fashion Week, and I need you to fact check on this, but like, as a comedian, we should be trashing fashion because these are people who take themselves really seriously and look absolutely ridiculous. Correct. Okay? But, and we spoke about this, I think it was on Patreon, but... Everybody falls in line. Yes. Everybody, and so I understand the ego that comes with fashion because everybody falls in line. When they're invited, they go. Sasha Baron Cohen did a whole movie called Bruno where he's just oh, fucking trashing right, right, right. the fashion industry. I guarantee somebody look it up right now that he went to the Met Gala after he was invited. Yes, had right? to have, had to have. Let's just see if he actually went. So it's like everybody falls in line. The rappers, everybody falls in line. Right? Yeah. Like, you could be the realest, most thugged out, whatever. If this brand wants you to dress up as a dandelion and walk down the fucking red carpet, you're gonna do it. Yeah. So, of course, they're gonna have these egos because nobody refutes it. Mm. Everybody falls in line. And why do they fall in line? Fashion is the easiest way to gain status without doing anything. Right? Yeah. Or to be ostracized for not doing it. Oh, uh, well. Well, so, let's let's look at what fashion does first, and then like then we'll look at what it, what happens if you don't do it. Because when you put on, when you have a nice pair of sneakers or a specific thing, jacket, whatever it is, you can get immediate status and respect within a certain group. You're wearing like some fucking Dior's, and you walk into like a random store, people go, "Oh shit!" Like are those are the Jordan One Dior. Oh wow, okay, immediate status. Mm. You put on a fucking suit. Like there's a reason why when you go to court, they make you put on a suit. You should look like you don't yeah. commit crimes. Yeah, yeah, that's Do you know true. what I mean? Like, immediate fucking status without doing anything. Mm -hmm. In order to be respected for how diesel you are, you gotta work out for a while, bro. Yeah, dog. You can't just put on the muscle shirt. Close, you can put on clothes to hide the fact that you don't work out. 100%. And get just as much, um, just as much acceptance. Yeah. I feel fashion is as popular as it is just because it's the easiest way to show self-expression. Easiest way. You don't I have to, like, it's really like, create something. You just like, hey, how do I feel? How do I want to present myself? And now you just show the that's world. That's true, because even if you don't like, really want to express yourself with your clothes, that's what you express with exactly. your clothes. Yes, but you are doing it within the confines of the things that have been created for the most part. So for example, like, and I think that's what's kind of brilliant about, like we, we basically all, all decide as a society, we have to wear clothes now. Not everybody in the world. There's some cultures that don't wear clothes, mm -hmm. but most of us do. And then we decide that these clothes also can be united with status. So now all I have to do is buy in and then I have status. 
I remember like even being like a young person when like Prada came out with the sneakers that had the red little strip that came back on the heel. Mm -hmm. Were you old enough to yeah. remember those? Yeah. And just that little red thing on the heel was like immediate status for a teenager. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, that guy's kind of balling. Mm -hmm. That guy's got money, this, that, the other. You, you're paying $300 for status every single day mm -hmm. amongst your peer group. And it's like, of course they're gonna have an ego when everybody fucking buys in. Yeah. You know, it was one of the reasons why I couldn't trash it. And we were talking about this on Patreon, but now we got the open app. It's like, I couldn't trash Fashion Week and then want to look good in Fashion Week. Mm. I did want to have a cool outfit. I did want to look good. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go too maybe try hard what we're doing now. That's kind of what we're ridiculing. But I still felt this need to like, I guess on some level, like be accepted. Yeah. Look cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm part of that system too. I think you can kind of do both though. I think you can point out like the really crazy stuff or like stuff that you don't like, but still also like looking good and wearing cool stuff. That's what I always said, but nah, at the same time, the really crazy stuff. Wait, wait, go, go, wait. Why, why are you saying you no? You can't do that because like you're just pointing out the stuff. Because they're also trying to fit in. Exactly. That's how those guys think they fit in. Yeah. They fit in amongst their peer group, which is, hey, we're going to express ourselves in the wildest way, et cetera. Uh, Maybe almost in the way that like we say some wild jokes. Exactly. It's like, oh, fuck. That's, their, wild, that's their wild joke. That's their right. flagrancy. But you can look at someone saying wild jokes and be like, oh, I don't like that comedian, but I like this guy that's more like family friendly. We're all hypocrites. You can do it. Right. I guess what I'm saying is on some level, we're all conforming. You could just be like, oh, that's not for me, but you can't really like knock it and say like, oh, that's ridiculous. If you also try to fit in. Really? You can't. I mean, listen. I, I feel like I could look at someone wearing something stupid and be like, oh, that guy looks stupid. On the runway, that's a stupid outfit. Yeah. That's just it's, not to, your to Mark's point, what if it's, flavor. You know, yeah, I mean, of course. Like, it, but you call opinions on, stupid them, all the time. Go, 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 go. I mean, it's just not your flavor, but to someone within their circle, they look fly as fuck. Yeah, but I think that circle is stupid. So guess, like, let me just say you call thing. other people's opinions stupid all the time like why yeah, is that yeah, crazy yeah. you can there's mm -hmm. no question you can right. right just like we all can criticize uh, slave labor while also having cell phones mm -hmm. life is hypocrisy mm -hmm. every one of us is a conundrum I just felt inauthentic slamming it while still feeling like I wanted to fit in. And I imagine those guys that are going wild are also trying to fit in and get acceptance. And maybe they want to be on like the Vogue streetwear or whatever or it is. Or they stand out to be exalted in the but community. It, but right. is it, it, it is stand out, right? It's stand out, but like to be accepted within their people. Yeah, of course, yeah. So right? you, I don't think you can, well, I think what Mark is saying is you don't judge the idea as a whole, but you can judge the subset, the way we judge the subset of people that's like, I want to do flagrant jokes, but they're not going to be funny. I'm just going to say the most offensive thing, and then we're going to laugh at the fact that it's offensive. And we're like, that's not really what we're trying to do. Be funny. Yeah. And I think Mark is saying the really crazy fashion guys seem kind of like that, where it's like, yo, you're just being ridiculous for the sake of being ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't, I can mock that while still saying, hey, it's cool to express yourself yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we're not saying you can't mock it. We're just saying that they could also go, hey, you want acceptance yeah. from this thing too. Yeah, 100%. You might just want a different level of it. Exactly. You might want the, the Louis Vuitton to like you or Dior to like you. But you know what we want? We want... Rick Owens or yeah, whoever yeah, that course. guy is. But there's somebody that you want approval from. Yeah. And we just want different approvals. Yeah. And when I zoomed out and I saw that, I was like, yo, do you? Be ridiculous. I'm yeah. still going to clown you if the shit look like a fleshlight yeah, or whatever exactly. the fuck. But at the same time, I know what you're doing and I'm also subscribing to it. So if you said some shit about me, I couldn't get defensive. Yeah, it's hypocritical to be like, fashion is stupid, but then still try to conform to fashion. But it's not crazy to be like, I like this little subset of fashion, but I think this thing is stupid. Yeah, 100%. But be honest, you can't look at that and be like, oh, that's not, I think that's kind of dumb. But I get if it's pushing a thing and like it works for them, but I can still be like. It's so fucking stupid, Mark. All the things that we saw were stupid. But if I wear like a nice button-down shirt, I don't think that's the same as this, even though they're both quote-unquote fashion. I guess to somebody, everything is stupid. Yeah.
Yeah. The, the way that we were dressed at Kid Super is fucking ridiculous to people. Yeah. Did I think it was cool? Hells yeah. Yeah. Did I think it was unique? Hells yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe in five years, that's normal. And then we look at that kid and we go, holy shit, Colin was fucking innovative. Do you see how he changed fashion? Yeah. But the first person to do it is like, yo, this is wild. Lenny Bruce was going to fucking prison for doing comedy that is normal now. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So we're going to be dressed like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay? We're going to fucking be dressed like that. I'm going to yeah. point it out to you. With global warming, we're going to have to be dressed like that. <laughs> we're also going to be floating around. <laughs> yo, she's, she's actually forward thinking. Yeah, I know. That's actually this, what this yo, means. This you is know? the Greta Thunberg of fashion. Exactly, Real talk. Bro. Yeah. Real talk. Like, that's fire. Like, that's beautiful, bro. That's fire. Actually, that, that is fire. Fun. Hell yeah. <laughs> is that you hate it, bro? Yeah, you are. You know, that is kind of bro, fire. But the tampons, really? That's fire? Son, you don't know fashion, bro. <laughs> Even your so, fit today is so regular. I know. Like, you would wear half of it <laughs> normally. You know what I mean? This, like, I would wear all of it at different times. It is yeah. his go-to. Go-to, I'm going himself. to be a weird... Uh, and he be telling all of us to dress up all the time, and then he wears the same thing same every time. Shit. What do you mean? I'm gonna when wear, wear a towel. Are you feeling insecure right now that you didn't go for it? So you feeling insecure right now? Bro, he's dressed like a Backstreet Boy. This is a regular outfit. How is this crazy? Akash is son. objectively killing it right now. I know it looks good. And That's the my hate point. that you're projecting is making me dress stupid. We were supposed to dress stupid. We were supposed to dress stupid. Alex looks normal. You dress normal. How is this normal, bro? This is what you you think you put on those fucking stupid glasses? It's not how you normally dress. Those are your glasses. Pushing the edge, so bro. You've done this fit. Son, he got places. the you this You gotta do the towel. You had the towel multiple bro. times. That's super uh, shit. At Wait, that what? party, you had the same outfit. The what? No, the towel is cutting edge, bro. No one's ever done this. Hey, yo, you pissed. Call him out, son. Yo, you pissed me off, son. Oh, the party he didn't invite you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, no, he pissed me off today. This motherfucker comes with a garment bag, and I'm like, oh, Mark got some shit. He pulls out a towel yeah. and wraps it around his waist. It's a yeah. gym bag, not a garment no, bag. No, exactly. it was a garment that motherfucker bag. It was went, legit a garment no, bag. No, he went to the gym, this motherfucker, and then he just tried to come <laughs> to the pod like, oh, we're getting all fashioned Son, up. Like, but who brings a <laughs> towel and a needs garment towel bag, bag, bro? Yeah. How else am I going to put it in? I was so upset. I thought you had some shit, too. I didn't. We were supposed to dress fun. I didn't. We're all going to Zara and buying stuff. My bad. Or Zara, the Italian version. Sorry. Spanish. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Um, so listen, Espanol. point is, Fashion Week was actually really fucking interesting. I had a great goddamn time. Dove, thank you so much. Dove curated an amazing weekend. Shout and out to Dove. Birthday. Happy Jeez. birthday. Happy birthday, Dove. Happy birthday, Dove. Love you, buddy. Thank you for throwing me a very expensive birthday. Yeah. Well, thank yep. you, Kid Super yep. and Louie. Well, and- well, thank, thank <laughs> fucking Jaeger. Yo, Jeez. shout out to Jaeger one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaeger, Jaeger's been holding it down. Basically, every once in a while, we just call Jaeger, and then we go, yo, it would be crazy if we do this thing. Um... And that would really benefit only you. And <laughs> Jaeger goes, it kind of feels like this benefits you guys. No, 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 no. It's just like you and your friends going to party in Paris. And I'm like, yeah, but you have to understand, like, this is really more better for you that we party in Paris yeah. and just, like, That's... you know, do all that kind of drinking stuff that we're going to do lots of Jaeger <laughs> yeah, drinking. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, it still feels as if you're just planning vacations and then calling this us. This is at our detriment. That's mm. it. Mm. That's it. Listen, drink Jaeger responsibly. Yeah. Also, look how I poured that with the brand out. Mm. Do you see the logo Ooh. out right there? Ooh. Ooh. No, but in all seriousness, thank you so much, Jaeger. And uh, I'm going to keep calling y'all with crazy ideas and just keep answering the phone. That's all, <laughs> that's all we ask for. But for real, shout out to Jaeger for letting us just do this crazy wild shit. This has just been so awesome. And they threw a party. So they threw oh, Kid bro. Supers after party. They threw Kid Supers after Who party. Performed? It was Roddy Rich, Kodak Black. Mm-hmm. Um, 
some like 12 year old that Colin found in Brooklyn. Uh, that I don't even know if he was legally allowed to be in that club. He was good though. I didn't even know if he had a passport. Like it was very concerning. Like I think they smuggled this fucking kid in. It was it was young. The kid was young. He's youngish. Bro. He's like 19. He maybe? had on a baby fat jacket. The guy oh, had on fire. a baby fat jacket. Fast ass young man. That's a fast young boy. But he had a beautiful voice. Um, Kodak Black is an absolute fucking legend, legend, superstar. I saw a clip going around of him dancing. So did he start dancing during the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's, you're talking about the LV show when he was in front of the car? Yeah. That was before, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was Because there's a kids. big car that was just out there. It was like an old kind of, uh, kind of classic, the yellow one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, like, so uh, our boy Colum, who is a kid super, uh, also designed this I guess seasons Louis Vuitton men's yes. stuff. Yeah. And um, major. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just the top. That's, that's it's the fucking top. That's and uh, it was so cool. And he invited us out there to the show. And uh, I got to sit front row at the Louis Vuitton show. And um, it was two people in my seat, but we made it happen. <laughs> uh, it was, there was a lady, there was another lady in the seat. And she was this journalist from Beijing. It was actually kind of cool. I was asking her all these like China questions ah. and she was just breaking it down for me. And, um, but yeah, we were in the same seat. So we just split it up. And then next to us was How supposed you to be. Split it up. Son, at first. You did cheat. She sat down. Son, I, we almost did laugh. <laughs> Yo. He son, they gave me. us the same seat, bro. It was, I didn't know what to do. It's but a at, long bench with a place <clears throat> specifically. Oh, yeah, it's not a seat. It's like bleachers. You said a seat. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you a seat. But they just give the numbers. So I go and I see her sitting like close to the end, but I know my seat is the end. Yeah. So I like go to sit down. And usually when you go to sit down, like the person moves Slides over up. a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. She did not budge, bro. Oh, really? And I was like, yeah. God damn. No, great wall. Yeah, yeah. Just bodied me, bro. Great wall, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah, that's when you man spread. You like show what time yeah, yeah. She yeah. done did that, bro. She did. She was in position and she was not mobile. Like, and thank God, Dub, you know, started like truffling and she showed her seat, same thing. So we just snuggled up. Other people start filling in. Tyra Banks comes. Right? This is Tyra Banks. Yes. This is America's top model. This is like Fashion Sports icon. Illustrated, like yeah, as yeah, big yeah. as it fucking Absolute gets. Absolute boss. Tyra's was right next to her. So it went me, her, Tyra, right? Me and her in the same seat. Me and the Asian woman in the same seat. And Tyra, all these people had moved. There's no room for Tyra. Tyra comes up to these young people who are excited about fashion. This is Tyra fucking Banks. Sports Illustrated. Yes. The whole fucking thing. Goes, uh, hey, my seat is right there. Uh, can you guys slide over? They didn't even acknowledge the question was asked. Wow. This is Kyra oh, fucking Beck. Shit. Bro. That it, gotta feel bad, bro. Next level. Ooh. Next level. How did Ooh. she respond? I was ignoring too, so I didn't really see <laughs> that. I, 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 I was scared she was gonna ask me to sit down. The fuck am I supposed to do? So I didn't I didn't say anything, but uh Damn, but no, and then Tyra. he put her in a different Well, place. she actually handled it well. Like she, she wasn't was she wasn't a cool diva about it. She was like, oh, okay, this seems kind of weird, and then kind of just like waited for someone to come, and then they put her right behind. Yeah. But uh, like it worked out, but she actually handled herself. I yo, thought cool. I thought that she was gonna have a meltdown. Yeah. Cause like it's disrespectful, like your seat's right there. And she was assigned a seat and then and she the shows up. And the dude sitting right next was supposed to be four seats down, but he was pushed down from his seat and so on and so uh, forth. Just because it's a bench, everyone just slides in. They probably right. have like a plus Who the hell one. Is this Asian journalist lady. Like yo, she <laughs> Is a boss, bro. Yeah, yeah. Shorty's a boss. Showed up in like a hoodie and sweats. Yeah. Uh, like, it was. She was dressed like Shifty. This is 
and then and then they were like, yo, some, she told me she's like, sometimes they give me a bag so I don't look so homeless. <laughs> like, and I, I started asking her shit. I was like, yo, can you tell me like what's the deal right now with like China? She goes, yo, in China right now, like 90% of people got COVID. I go, what? And it was like, yo, in China, the whole country started protesting the lockdown. Ah. Uh. And they all just gave each other COVID <laughs> protesting. <laughs> and they literally, they literally got in the streets and then the country basically, and this is the first time in a hundred years, the country has acquiesced to like the people's demands. Because mm. usually it's like yeah, clap, yeah, yeah. clap. But so many people are out there. So the, the country is like, fine, you got it. Now I was like, but weren't people vaccinated? And she goes, yeah, but like China's got an ego. So we only let people get the Chinese one. And... It was missing a few stitches, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the Chinese. No, nah, it's just duck sauce, right? Yeah, it, was not, it, really it was not a vaccine. It was nothing. It was literally just like fucking water. That, I don't even think it did anything. She said it wasn't working, so like 90% of the people got that shit. And uh, she was quick to be like, I I've been here for six months, don't worry. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. like Shorty, I'm American. Like, yeah. COVID yeah. can't kill me no more. Yeah, he was already in medical gear, bro. He was so, dressed like yeah. this when he pulled up. Let's go. He didn't even she care. what time it was. <laughs> Those are flies. <laughs> they good, right? Actually, shout out Mischief. They, they yeah. made up. Mischief gave me these. Son. That was Not a fly, though. But, uh, but I asked him, and I was like, yo, can I ask you a question? Like, what happened to Jack Ma? Because you heard about yeah, that, yeah. the billionaire dude who's like, went ghost Missing. for three months, yeah, and then he oh, came yeah. back and whatever. And this is what she said. She's like, in America, money buys power. Mm -hmm. So if you got money, you can buy influence, you can do whatever you buy, you know, uh, senators, you can get whatever you want with money. She goes, in China, power controls the money. So Jack had a person in government Sorry, so government controls the people with the money. Jack had a person in government who essentially was his protector. Mm -hmm. And that person died. Oh. And he didn't have a relationship with Xi Jinping like that. And Xi Jinping was like, is this guy trying to come from my spot? Uh. We need to set a precedent. So it was really interesting. Whereas in America, it's like, all right, the president's out in four years. We'll put the next one in and yeah. dump $100 million in their campaign, whatever. But it was a really cool... Like, what, what? That's how you know you don't give a shit about fashion. What? You're sitting front row at the biggest fashion show in the world, sitting like, next to journalists. What's up journalist? with these Chinese billionaires? <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> like, where are they going? Uh, he's so, asking the important questions. Yeah, yeah, right? So what did they do? Where, he was just like, you're going to sit, take a time out for three months? Or they like, took him somewhere? I think that they basically were like, yo, don't fuck with politics at all. Because maybe there were some rumblings that he might be interested in getting involved in politics. Mm -hmm. And they basically let you know, like, there's a difference. Like, you can be a little billionaire if you want. Yeah. But you know who dad is yeah. and your daddy's gone so you're gonna act right yeah. and not do anything to undermine my power hmm. and maybe that three months was my house my rules daddy didn't say my house my rules facts though yeah, yeah. but kind of kind of cool right yeah. like it's i mean it's a more logical way to maintain power than the american way oh, which is once you get money you start coming for me yep if you want to maintain power the best thing to do is i'm gonna let you have your money you're gonna shut the fuck up yep and clip it before you, they get in a position yeah. where they could take you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she said a wild thing. Then we get back to the fashion. But she was like, how, like, what is that thing called? Alibaba? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So what she said about how Alibaba works is like, Alibaba is kind of almost like their Amazon, if you will. Yeah. Basically, it connects, like, consumers with uh, the people who have the goods yeah. to, to sell. A lot of times they're like factories, right? But she's like, what Alibaba really is is just this place to hold the money. So in other words, when you pay for something, that money doesn't get released to the person who's making it at the factory until you get your product. Mm -hmm. So at any point in time, Alibaba is holding like an entire first world country's uh, like yearly, uh, what is it, GDP. GDP. Yeah. Yeah. 
at any point in time. Mm -hmm. So that type of influence you have when you're holding that kind of money, and then you can invest that money in different places, mm -hmm. you're basically a gigantic country. Yeah. And that's why I think Jack Ma was one of the people who was you know, higher up in Alibaba. I think he, I think he was he the founder, he was the founder yeah. creator. Yeah. So that's why Xi Jinping or whatever had to be like, listen, you need to know who, mm. who you work for. Yeah. Okay. I know, it was kind of cool like talking to someone who's actually from there because everything that we get on you know in the West is so biased. Yeah. Like I didn't even know that there were millions of Chinese people protesting the lockdowns. Did y'all see that? that? Oh, you did hear? Yeah. Okay. But little things though, considering like how disproportionate the fucking protests were, this is like millions of people yeah, protesting. If there's a true. protest of any of that size and any like we heard about the fucking France protests nonstop. Yeah. yeah. And that was like or a Iran. We've heard about the Iran yeah, protests yeah. nonstop, and I felt like the coverage on China was minimal, despite the fact that. It seems like in the news they like to play up the fact that we're beefing with China. Yeah. So now I'm skeptical of the beef with China. Yeah, or there's Chinese money going to these corporations we don't know about. Like if they own part of Reddit, they own fucking TikTok, like, yeah, you're not gonna yeah. get these things yeah. popping yeah. up at the same rate. Because I actually feel like we kiss China's ass a lot on a political you, well, that, level. That shit so, made me feel like we really do. Yeah, like so I don't read it as we have beef with China. I read it as we are threatened by China and we're cozying up to them in a way that doesn't feel American. For lack of a better way to put that. Yeah, I just now realizing this shit, right? No, no, I just got a sleeper cell, bro. No, no, I no, no but like, I, well, I guess what I'm it. saying is usually you take advantage of these moments. For example, we're beefing with Iran, right? So when there's unrest in Iran, we put the gas on it, right? Like yeah. every, and I'm, I'm like, why aren't we putting the gas on the fact that China is- You can't piss off daddy. Yo, <laughs> yeah. it feels like that. So it Don't really, say that, bro. So it is, it's facts. That grossed me out when you said that. Shout, nah, shout out to up. my Chinese. You know, <laughs> change once you start being a WTF or whatever. <laughs> hey, yeah, he changed. That right? building changed. Yeah, yeah, they knocked a thousand dollars off of rent, and this motherfucker is bowing and shit when yeah, they walk in. John like, Cena, bro. Come on, you really are John Cena, bro. Hey, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> All day. What's up? Okay, Mark. What were your thoughts on Paris Fashion Week? What are your thoughts on our boy Column? Like, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's I, I. I don't. Again, I'm. I don't like. I don't understand the runway thing necessarily. Like I, how that works within the fashion industry circle. Like I get that. Like you're showing looks, but they're not actually going to get produced. This is just like concept stuff to like show. Maybe explain that to people. The direction of the brand. Like these runways don't necessarily like make money, and they don't really influence fashion outside of the fashion world. They're basically a representation to show the industry. Hey, here's what our brand is doing, and here's the direction that we're going to go. So the things that actually get made to, sent to production might be reminiscent of what's happening on the runway, but they're not going to be yeah. actual products. Like when you see a girl wearing a fucking like you know like kiddie pool, yeah. it's not actually going to. We're not going to be selling the kiddie pool in the store. This yeah. is just pushing the envelope of fashion, saying, "Hey, here's what the brand is doing and it, where it, we're going." It almost feels like. Um like a car expo. Yeah, I was about to say that, like concept a concept car. car. Concept. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was exactly. just going to ask. And the concept cars are fire, but they're not realistic to be made. It might be too expensive to make a car like that. It might not fit with like certain requirements. So these outfits that we're seeing are done with, you know, Kid Super's ideas and his team's ideas, but they're also blended with Louis Vuitton, but we're not really going to be able to buy these things in the store exactly like that. Mm -hmm. And you'll uh, see like aspects of it like one or two seasons later. Or maybe yeah. the theme or... They're, I mean, they're moving more towards things that'll be released. So like what Column released at the Louis Vuitton show, like there is a good percentage of that that will actually get into stores. That but not those exact fits. I think fits that will be reminiscent of those Yeah, yeah thematically exactly. close. But I think yeah. some of like, did you see some of those briefcases? Yeah, the bags yeah. some of those. Yeah. Like that. Some yeah. of that. But will, yeah, I'm just, I was just go. impressed with Colm in general. Like, he's in a really difficult position. I think people will relate to the situation even if they don't necessarily know fashion outright. Yeah. But like, obviously Virgil Abloh is like this pioneer in the fashion space. He creates off-white, all the shit NBA players wear, like hype beast stuff. 
and he was the former creative director of Louis Vuitton and then was pushing Louis Vuitton and like created like blended Louis Vuitton, which is like a high fashion brand and streetwear together in a way that like no one had ever done before. He was like the messiah of like fashion for a long time and then but, dies suddenly. But also, and not only that, like you were explaining this and we were talking to Devin about this, like what he did for other designers. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of times you're in a creative industry, you see this in comedy, podcasting, you see it in art, you see it in fashion. It's like the type of personality that, makes you skyrocket to the top is a, there's a level of competitiveness, a level of almost like animosity and like hate for your competition. And apparently Virgil is like the most um, celebratory yeah. of other artists. Extremely that generous, extremely like, kind, wanted to give people opportunities. Like, so he had I, crazy love in the world as well. I think, that's, I think that's true in most industries though. Like I feel like the narcissism and like the insane competitiveness, like you rock it to the middle. And then you like Kanye don't necessarily, West, bro. Like longevity is yeah. It's like, the point that the yeah. longevity is but what he gets ain't you. Rocket to the middle, you right? I mean, I mean like, maybe you just burn fast, but like you'll yeah, go, but you yeah. won't necessarily go far. But like just by being consistently talented and generous is what gives you like the long career that Virgil would have had, you know, had he not. I think away typically legacy wise, also, you I, don't. I, I don't agree with what, that at all. I think it really? is so much yeah. more rare that there's a Rogan. There's so much more rare that there's um, Virgil. a Virgil. What is way more normal is a no, tyrant. No, of course, that's more normal. But I think that yeah. those people burn away. Like, I think they're, they I don't, don't think they have the longevity. I, I don't know, because I, I think that there are people right now that we might, you know, call tyrants. And, like, like Steve Jobs was a tyrant, mm -hmm. right? Like, you, you have all these people who are absolute tyrants, and their ability to treat people in a disposable manner might allow them to be incredibly effective. But at the same time... Like, it's not the ideal situation where you're, like, rooting for them and you can't wait for them to succeed. And then Virgil or, like, Rogan or, or even, like, Drake in that way, like, where he's putting on all these young people. There's so much love, not only from your competition, but, like, there's so much love from the people who are seeing you put on all these other creatives. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so fucking rare. So stepping into those shoes, as you yeah, were saying, exactly. so, with Column. Well, is, I, I think business is a little different than art. Whereas art is a reflection of you, typically, whatever you put out there. So yeah. if you're a designer, that's a reflection of you. You're a comic, that's a reflection of you. So if you are an inauthentic person, at a certain point, it's you could exposed. get famous as fuck, but at a certain point, it's just not going to last as long legacy-wise. Yeah. Kanye, I think, is so good at creating, uh, what's the word you say, generating for? He's like a magnet for attention. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's the like the outlier. Yeah. But I think typically... The like legendary artists, because they're just authentic, that's why it lasts. Mm. And then they tend to treat people better because you're a, an authentic person. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 no. I think you're completely right. But all that to say, like, it's an interesting position that he's in, that he's basically there's this once-in-a-lifetime generational talent, Virgil, that changes the whole game. Yep. And now Column is tapped to sort of co-create this line with a really big fashion house. And it's just like... A really high pressure, like high stakes situation to be in, yeah. and then to see him kill it, and to see him get recognition from all the people within the industry to be like, bro, you rose to the occasion. Yeah. And I think a lot of people feel like that. Like, if you get a promotion, you got to take over for someone else. Like, feeling that pressure, and then seeing the person succeed in, in spite of yeah. it. Yeah, it's like, it, yeah, go. It's not. I'm not even taking a shot. It's almost like imagine Seinfeld leave Seinfeld, and they replace him with another comic, and they're like, all right, buddy, you got to fill that guy's shoes. Yeah. Go kill it. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna be like, what? Yeah, yeah. It's incredibly hard. And I just think, like, he did it really well, and the feedback was amazing. That's yeah. great. And then his own show, having all the comics, is just so cool. That's so so, so cool. that was the other thing. Like, I love the way that Louis Vuitton did it. And I, hopefully this is by design, but even if it wasn't by design, but basically, like, not making this massive announcement, here's the next face, because the second you do that, everybody who's missing Virgil and feels like Virgil was taken from them unfairly, which he was, like, the guy dies out of nowhere, then nobody had any idea that he even had cancer, right? Yeah. And it's like, 
Instead, you have this guy going, well, he's going to co-create this brand and giving him the opportunity to win it over. And now you're kind of rooting for the underdog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't even have the job yet. We've all felt like we don't have the job. Yeah. You know, we've all been up for something and wanting to succeed. Yeah. Like, I think positioning-wise, it was great. And then with his own show, The Kid Super Show, where he basically has a bunch of comics wearing the clothes. It's not the yeah. traditional models. You know, there were Santino's out there, Stavros was out there, Theo Vaughn was out yeah, there. Jeff Mateo. Ross. Jeff Ross, Mateo. Eve, yeah, Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne Orgy, she's yeah, yeah, she was she's great. Awesome. And uh, Ferry, he's a French oh, comedian. Oh, Ferry was a French comedian, exactly. Yeah, and, and, and then, Jay you know, Jay Balvin came <laughs> oh, and did wow. a joke. That's like, amazing. Yeah. yeah, and then Tyra hosted. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, 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 I knew Tyra was there. And, uh, and, and then I was on the show, yeah. obviously, as well. And then, like, like doing that and, like, transforming what one of these fashion shows can be, like, it was by far the just most unique way of delivering the show. Yeah. And basically, when you look at all these other fashion shows, you're basically trying to go, what's the obstacle course for these emaciated people to walk around in? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the challenge. It's like... Do they walk around in nothing? Do they walk around on water? Do they walk around in a house? Like, what is it? And he was just like, nah, we're not doing it with models. We're gonna have these comedians go up there. And... How was that? Son, it was... Put it this way. Outside of the show, the, the, the theater held like 1,300. Which you didn't know. I didn't know, I thought it was gonna be 50 people. Yeah, that's what I would've thought. <laughs> Me too, so I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna make fun of this motherfucker in front of his friends and like these high fashion people and then whatever. And then I found out the night before, it's in this beautiful fucking theater. I was like, oh, I gotta like write some jokes for this shit. Like, this is, <laughs> this is gonna be a, a real thing that I gotta succeed. We go, outside of the fucking show, before it starts, there's 5,000 people that are trying to get into the venue. Oh, the police shit. are called. It's barricaded. There's fist fights in the street, like fashion fist fights, which is hilarious, right? Like <laughs> dudes with nails and shit scratching yeah. each other. Like it is crazy, okay? They gotta barricade the venue so people don't go in. They yeah. have to bring down those metal things like, that they're like in front the of the venue. Like the clothes gates to protect yeah. it. Yo, and the venue was like, crazy. we're not doing this shit. Uh, the venue said no. It. The venue's like, we can't hold this many people. The fire department is getting oh, yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Shit, they thought right? the show would get canceled for a second because it was just so packed. And then oh, you have to the think like, best case scenario. No, you, yes, yes, so, yes. Assuming no one gets hurt. But okay, yeah. But yeah. Yes, for sure. But remember, the people that you want in that show are the writers from Vogue and and from Women's War Daily and buyers for all these places because you want our boy to get the you know get the press and get this and they're coming from another show all over so they're showing up and it's five thousand people outside. The best possible thing that could ever happen. Yes. is all those people yes, yes, yes. to get into a show. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. The best, that's the best. I told Mark before this show even started. I was like, Mark, it would be awesome if we all went up and killed. Do you know it'd be better? If this show never fucking happened. Because yeah. <laughs> 5,000 people tried to break into it yeah. and it was just absolute mayhem. It's yeah. like, well, what is it? Why, why is there so much energy around Kiss Super? <laughs> um, they end up making the show happen. It's like an hour late, which is also fire. Yeah. Like Fashionably late. Boom. Boom. And uh, Tyra goes up. Tyra's fucking great. All the comics go on. It's fucking funny. It's interesting. It's different. Bro, like Theo was killing me, bro. Theo's During, crazy. During like the walkthroughs, like everyone's walking around, and Theo is just always Theo. It's amazing to watch it. I never really hung out with him, like like off, like yeah. watching him on like his bot and stuff. But he's just standing there, and like they're giving the walkthrough, and this guy looks like Yoda is like explaining what to do. He's like, okay, so you walk around this, these are like this, and then it just gets dead silent. He just goes like, so how do you even win? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's like, but do you win? Like, how do you yeah. even get win the thing? And yeah, they were like, yeah. no one wins. And he's yeah. like, oh, okay, good. Okay. But he's just it's unbelievably funny. Wait, yeah, so he's just fucking You guys great. just walked? Like no, you, so yeah. you walk uh, you walk onto the stage, like a traditional theater, yeah. right? You basically walk to the middle, make a right angle, walk to the front, and then you do a few minutes of stand-up. 
Oh, okay. And then after that, you well, get off. What was that experience like? Um, <laughs> you killed. So yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun, but like the 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 crazy thing was not knowing what the audience was. I was yeah. like, do these motherfuckers speak English? Are they kids super specific fans? Are they fashion fans? Like, because I wanted to make some jokes about fashion. Mm-hmm. Because when will I ever have the opportunity to do that? Mm-hmm. Like right, kind of right. specific nuance shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but a too cool show typically is not good. Typically, yeah. but that's why it was the frenzy. People got in. I think they're already more geeked because yeah. they're like, point, I they got felt in. Like they're, so yeah. it's a hotter crowd, and they're yeah. more willing to laugh because, like, I'm gonna yeah. enjoy this shit that much more because they couldn't yeah. get in and I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. Cool. And there's nothing fashion people want more. Yeah. Than to. Be a part of the thing that nobody could get into. Yeah. 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 Oh, the best. Can I read something from Vogue that they wrote on this? Uh, yeah. they, they wrote on like the comedians and their little Fuck bits. Yes, read it. <laughs> they wrote, wrote about Andrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The closing act, Andrew Schultz worked a routine around Alexander Wang that was enough to give a publicist recurring nightmares. <laughs> so so you, you guys heard of Alexander I, Wang? He got some yeah. accusations. Yeah, so he was he was basically like me too and dudes like crazy. Yeah. And it was funny, like after the show, we're at the after party and there was a bunch of these, uh, these male models came up to me and I know they're male models because they call themselves male models which is the weirdest thing yeah like you could just be like we model yeah you don't have to be like we're male models yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like oh is that what gender oh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm a male nurse you're like, so you, you, say you gotta let them know you know yeah, what I mean it could be anything <laughs> I mean I'm gonna add gender to everything <laughs> from now on are you a male comedian I'm a male comedian yeah, yeah. and I was doing male comedy that night but uh but uh, yeah so I was like I was like thinking, all right what's the joke about What's the joke about like Alexander Wang? And I was able to like tie some things in and like kind of, you know, whatever. whatever. We'll probably post it. Yeah. It'll be up soon, whatever. We'll get it. We'll post it. And then um, just doing some other stuff. So it was cool to do something that I thought was like a unique set just for that environment. Yeah. That I kind of never do again. Right, right, right. And uh, and it was just and it was just fun. And then at the end, I had a kind of like thoughtful moment for uh, for Colin. It was kind of cool. There was oh, yeah. like Colin used to go to the fucking Louis Vuitton store in New York when he was a teenager and he would sell his shirts outside to the people waiting online to get in. Uh, and then and then I was like, and now he sells his shirts inside. That's fine. And it was like, you know, it's a fucking yeah. cool little moment for a guy who's really awesome and has been supportive of us. So yeah. but even if you don't yeah. care about fashion, I feel like his story and what he's done like transcends to where it can go into any industry. That's why Absolutely. I thought it was cool about it. Like I And fashion, his team too. Like he's got a yeah, great yeah. group of guys Photo like shout out to guys. Photo and like yeah. yeah, they he's got a what they got going on kind of reminds me of what we got going yeah. on, man. It's yeah, like yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like was, even yeah. when they're putting together the show, I was like, oh, these <laughs> motherfuckers don't have no clue what they're doing. Yeah. They're just doing it. And I was like, yeah, that's every project we've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're like, we're gonna make a special for Netflix. Yeah. And then they're like, have you done this? I'm like, man, don't worry about it. We're gonna figure it out. Yeah. Like, but it's just cool, like fashion is so exclusionary and so like no one can get in and like so too cool. And what he does is like opens it up. Most of these fashion shows are like 100 people. He's like, 1,300 people can come yeah. here. Like, fashion shows are like, oh, you have to look this way and you have to be this thing and you have to be super cool. And he's like, nah, fuck it. Get Stavros in here. Yeah. Like, I don't, it just, it feels much more open and much more like, uh, yeah. shot to Stavros. <laughs> I don't know. Of all the comics to call out. Stavros was saying about himself, Stavros, Stavros is it, not necessarily a model, per se. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, I think he said it himself. He said, I hold the record for the fattest person to ever walk in Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. And I think oh, that wow. might be true. <laughs> yeah, that no, was fun. There was some, there was some good shit. And I just want to say thank you, everybody. We made it happen. Thank you so much for Dove. Dove curated a fucking great weekend. Like, happy dude, birthday, there, Dove. There's a thing that, and I, and I will give you this credit. Dove is that, and I told him this yesterday. But like, when we're with Dove, I know that he has, he has this insecurity of 
of not getting the best out of whatever situation. I don't want to say maybe call it insecurity, but there is like a FOMO. Like if there's a better version of whatever that night is, he's gonna fucking access it, right? Like mm-hmm. it don't matter what it is. Like if we're in a restaurant and there's a better section, he's gonna immediately register it. He's like he's like the Terminator. Like he in a room, <laughs> oh that table is closer to the DJ. Like and he just figures it out. And so going into an environment like that this weekend, knowing that he's gonna figure out the best of every single thing, was just so ease inducing and fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was just even fucking in Paris, great. you can truffle during Fashion Week. Uh, this is his environment. This is, yeah. Wow, this is the playground. That's goat level uh, truffle. And it's like I, we have uh, our friends there. The currency, yeah. this, uh, the, the ride back was was Bro, special. Watching him walk up to Parisians like at a fucking restaurant, like he would never speak to me the way that he speaks about me to the hostess. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he would yeah. never show that level of love and affection and appreciation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to me, he'll be like, ah, oh, we could have fixed that, da, da, da. When he walks up to the hostess, oh, we have the, the biggest comedian. Do, do you have podcasts here? The podcast, <laughs> da, 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 this, that. And all of a sudden, the, the hostess are kind of like, their heads are kind of swirling. He's just saying fucking words at them, yeah, words, words. Yeah. Table pops up. Mm. <laughs> Just yeah. amazing. The best part is, I usually when I do this, I tell the other guys, get the fuck out of my way right here. Andrew, oh, just yeah. stand in the corner, look cool until I call you over. Yeah. yeah. It, that's that's how you do what it. What do you do to look cool? You like smoke a cigarette or like. Well, every know? guy, uh, every gay like guy this, in the city of Paris was was checking this oh, out. Oh, yeah. Gay guys like mustaches, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gay guys are into the mustaches, dude. Gay guys are into the mustaches. How, how, how'd you know? How'd you find well, that? I know because your dad brought his gay friend that I didn't know was gay, and he was just fucking gazing at me during dinner, dude. Yeah. Like literally during dinner, like I would just kind of like turn my head around the table, and I'd catch him just staring at me like this. And I'd be like, "What's up?" And he'd go, <laughs> "They trying you, son." They trying. your vibe. He was catching. But he what's wrong catching. with that? What's wrong with someone appreciating? You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with it, bro. Just someone uh, just appreciating they, art. They, they think he just you wants you to first, experiment so. a little bit. What happens in Fashion Week? You know son, what I mean? It is. It, listen, <laughs> son, they try to get your ass, bro. Son, son, they, they was trying, bro. You spend time with your parents. You try to look good. You do your hair, and then you get mad at people for staring. When I said I'm mad, I just didn't know he was gay. He was just staring at me, and then you were like, "Oh." Oh, yeah, he's gay. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, that shit makes that more comfortable. Don't be straight looking at me like that. Why didn't you just ask him? Why didn't you just be like, you're you I'm, gay? I'm not going to do that to your friend. He, your dad's friend, he's French, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. It could just be French. Yeah, that is tough, actually, it to tell. It could just be, yeah, can't yeah. tell. Yo, yeah, no, I had a feeling, bro. I had a feeling. When, when he was talking to that, like, six-foot-six, beautiful transgender woman, mm. like, but it was so obviously yeah, trans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, that he's got a penis or whatever. And, and and he was like, no way. <laughs> but no, it was uh we had a fucking we had a good ass. Bro, can, time. can you say what you were laughing about what Theo did on the plane? Oh yeah, this fucking <laughs> this poor guy who was one of the stylists was snoring. And he was snoring kinda loud. Yeah, like loud. Yeah, it was so loud I thought it was Jamil snoring. Who was right next to you. Who was, like, in my section, yeah. He was snoring, like, how a Foley artist would do snoring in a movie. Yes. Like, Cartoon it, snoring. Yeah. Like, you could see the, the bubble. Yeah, exactly. You were talking about H. Foley, and I was like, wait, why you got Frank Foley? I did think that. He thing. also snores he the same way. He definitely snores, yeah. yeah. yeah Jackhammer. Yeah. Are they doing construction? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, you can't hear him nah, through his apnea yeah. mask. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, the curtain in the airplane was, like, going in and out every time wild. he snored. Like, it was crazy. And Theo just tapped him, and he was like, uh, he was like, hey, hey, uh, buddy, uh, the snoring's a bit much. 
<laughs> just love, I love that. I just love that. And the guy wakes up and he's like, what? What did you yeah, say? It, it's a bit much. <laughs> but it was. It was It was a fucking problem. <laughs> what the guy said. He just goes, yeah, all right, my bad. And then he just kind of like turned around the other way, started snoring 10 minutes later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we were at the after party and Jamil is hilarious. Okay, so we're at this after party. Colin is finally on stage for the first time. This is his own after party. He's designed the Louis Vuitton show. He just had his own show, massively successful. Thousands of people come up. He just grabs the mic for the first time yeah. to at least speak to all these people and like indulge in his success. Monumental achievement, right? Hey guys, how you doing? What's going on? All of a sudden, this model looking girl walks up, grabs the microphone and goes, Shout out to the LGBTQTI plus people. We need a shout out to the LGBTQ plus community and they need to be recognized and they're important. And then finally, Colin gets the mic back and he goes, that's exactly what I was about to say. Shout out to the LGBTQI plus community, right? Bro, the audacity. Handles it really funny, Ugh. but like crazy move. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're leaving the party hours later. These women are crazy. Bro. Son, hours later, we're leaving, right? I look at Jamil. Jamil's talking to the girl yeah. that was like, shout out to LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. She's talking to him. All of a sudden, her friend comes over and starts grilling Jamil. Like, what do you want with my friends? What is the plan? Like, what are you guys trying to do? Like, what's going on? And Jamil is like, listen. <laughs> he goes, He goes, look. We were just having a conversation man to man. I don't want nothing. <laughs> I have no problem. He didn't even mean to say it. He didn't even know he what he was saying. He didn't even mean it. But then he ended with the man to man. I literally rolled on the fucking oh, floor. That's so good. That's good. But seriously, shout out to the LGBTQ, yeah, bro. Yeah. We love y'all. <laughs> shout out. But no, okay, tell us, tell us. Vegas. Yo, Vegas was fun, dude. I get why people love Vegas. I don't even drink. I didn't even gamble. Had fun. Had so much fun. We went to a gun range. I saw you with the gun. Son, that was sick. I hate this. I hate, bro. That shit looked bigger than you, bro. Huh? That gun looked bigger than you. Yeah. Son, that shit was... That was amazing. This pisses me off so much. Why? We've done so many awesome things together. We've hung out with so many cool places. We've done so many awesome things. I was in Vegas. I was like, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to gamble. I got to do something. And then you go to Vegas and you're like, dude, this place is fun. Yeah. We Ugh. go to Burning Man. He hates it. Yeah. We go to Morocco. No in Burning Man. How come when you hang out with us, you hate it? And then you go alone to Vegas and you're like, this place is all best. Yeah, yeah. Well, being alone is the best. That's for sure. <laughs> that we know. I love being alone. I think this is what it was, bro. You just start bro, shooting guns. You're yo, like, man, now I'm having fun. Yo, Kev sent this video over. This They gave me a handgun. Good for I've him. always been scared of guns because I'm so weak. I thought the kickback would, uh, the gun would break <laughs> my too nose. Too much, yeah. Yeah, but the kickback's not as crazy as you think. And I'm not a bad shot, to be honest with you. If Let you scrub through, yeah. you can see there's an automatic that you can't aim for shit. Oh, you're shooting right-handed. Yeah. Why this is hand that? is more coordinated, it feels like. I dribble <laughs> with this hand, shoot with this hand. I'm a, it's a, I write with this hand, throw tennis? with this hand. Fucking right. I mean, tennis with this hand. <laughs> Have you ever shot a gun before? Never. This is my first time shooting a gun. You're, you're born and raised in Texas. And you, this is, this the is first another time, time I'm more Indian than I am Texan. Wow. I would just never, it would never even cross our mind. I shot a potato gun. That yeah. was some redneck shit. Damn. Okay. But if I never shot it. This is my first, this <laughs> yeah, is my yeah. first shot of a handgun. Okay. So again, I was just you don't even, yeah. God damn, bro. That shit is. Yeah, what, sick, did you just bro. flinch? Did you just flinch, bro? Shut up. Did you just, bro, how'd you flinch at a gun in a video? Bro. Yo, loud noises <laughs> fuck with me. Shut the fuck up and watch the goddamn shit. That's the replay, bro. That's the replay. The guns You're in the video. You're a fucking cop. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you just like woke up from a nap. You just fucking jerked. Yo, you know those housewives that go to the gun range? I'm gonna be one of them. <laughs> I'm gonna just do this shit for fun. 
It was mad fun. Blood. That you can't Great. aim for shit, but it's so nah, fun. You, you probably some people that can aim. Yeah, it. I think yeah. people you can, can aim. aim it. It. You can't aim like precisely. Bro, no, there's probably some people yeah. that can do it. I don't think so. No, no, no I don't think it's possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably made a gun that you can't aim at yeah, all. No. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> no, it just that's shatters. A good it just scatters a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like if you aim, I aim for the heart, and I would get the shoulder. What do you think is more realistic? You just you suck at shooting, or, <laughs> oh, or it's the gun? I'm a hey. good shot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It looks like that dude's about to take your ass right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to John, dude. He was fucking dope. This is a video show. Those guys make sure you can't kill yourself. At one point, I go. At one point, I was like. How you got your gun, right? And I'm like, you, you guys got to try this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Such, his hand is the size of your size back. Of your back. <laughs> what right, the yo, fuck? Made me feel mad safe. Son. Bro, it looks like he's what? shooting you. Like, you just... Yeah. <laughs> yo, what's your thing with big white giants, bro? Yeah, why do you like big white guys so much? You, dog. It's like a couple of Why? why? For my career. Because <laughs> <laughs> where was Kev? Kev's filming. Oh, he's jealous right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> nah, Kev gets the love too, bro. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Look how many fucking center mass shots yeah, there are. Boy. Oh, yeah. Derek Poston. Yo, yeah. shouts to Poston. He's the greatest. Dude. Was I he good? Him. I feel like he was good at most shit. He was probably Son, good. Son, nobody shooting. else wanted to shoot the gun. Everybody was scared. What do you mean everybody was Everybody's scared? Everybody's like, I, I don't, I'm not comfortable with it. Derek, I was like, dude, maybe you're just, you think you're a black guy holding a the gun. They're just going to kill you right away. But They uh, were scared? Yeah, they're like, Tushar didn't want to shoot, Poston didn't want to shoot, and then Kevin was like, I'm a film. That's why he has fun. It's the first time that he's <laughs> like, not you're the dangerous. Only. Yeah, like you're the wild one. You're the, the wild one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yo, God, yeah. I didn't even think about that, bro. <laughs> I didn't even think about you're that. You're crazy. He's like, I'm not the pussy in the group. You're a cool guy. I'm the daredevil. You're gonna go to the gun range in the controlled environment and shoot the pistols? <laughs> yeah, this yeah, guy's yeah. fucking crazy. I, I am a risk taker. No, you are. That is crazy. You're gonna muscle dog rub your shoulder while you're shooting. That is fucking insane, bro. You're you're the fucking you're the Alec Baldwin of the squad. You are sick. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> okay, the show. How were the show? Shows were great, man. Vegas is also an interesting, like, it's so touristy. So Vegas people are there, but also you get a good cross-section of just America. Yeah. So it's a really good gauge, I think, in terms of, like, material that would be easier to do in New York or harder to do in tech. You're just getting all of it mm. right there. Everybody's mm. coming to Vegas. So I thought that was the coolest thing about it. And the venue was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, like... Even if it's a smaller theater or whatever, they're going to Vegas it up. The lights are going to be sick. Yeah. So it was a really fun uh, Shouts to uh, the Virgin. We had two fun shows there. Virgin Hotels, obviously for me. I thought and, you were just bragging. Uh, yeah. Shouts yeah. to the Virgin. Shouts to me. <laughs> shouts to Mark. Uh, <laughs> two <laughs> so nights, baby. It's always funny when you clown me for being a Virgin because I'm like, hey, this don't hurt my feelings. Come on, it together. Come on bro. That's what I'm saying. But Come yeah, place. shows were fun, man. Vegas, I had never, this is my first time ever performing there. Yeah. So you like, went there for a bachelor party or something like that, right? I went there, no, I'd been there like, oh, no, I went there because my friend sold his company when I was there for a couple uh, of days, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was its own fire-ass thing. Yeah. But, like, this was my t my first time walking, like, outside of the strip even a little bit. And when I realized these guys don't give a fuck about anything but commerce, yeah. we walked by a wedding chapel, right, a Vegas wedding chapel. They didn't open until 10 p.m., which mm -hmm. means if you're sober and in love and just want to get married for cheap, I don't <laughs> need to help you. I want motherfuckers making bad decisions that they're gonna regret. We're going to ruin. At no point does that city give a fuck about your welfare. Nope. Yeah. Like even the marriage is like not holy matrimony. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, this ain't the holy matrimony yeah. spot. Yeah. This is the let's see what happens spot. Yeah. Which is it was a fascinating <laughs> city though. It's fun, man. It's a fun fucking. I love place. that. That's the place you love the most. Yeah, I know. That makes I it so it. weird. Sin man. City, bro. Son, it's right on my. It's Mad Chains. I love chains. So yeah, chain yeah, restaurants. Yeah. It's Cheesecake Factory, wherever you want to be, you're good. <laughs> okay. It's middle America. Did you gamble at all? 
I didn't gamble a dollar, dude. I ain't drinking. They got buffets. We at the buffet at the Bacchanal. That shit was fine. It's everything I love. Oh, my God. It's everything I love. Why do you gamble a little? I feel like you would like it. I think I would like it too much. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think I would like it too much. Yeah. Yeah, if only they had a Bitcoin exchange there, dude. Then you could have fucking. Oh crazy. yeah, yeah. No, because <laughs> I have a gambling debt. That's why. <laughs> yeah, you're I'm heavily in debt. Yeah. Because of your wife is your bookie, and she's like, yeah. no more. You're cut yeah, off. My wife is made me quit cold turkey, actually. <laughs> God damn, well, that's far. All right, well, look, Al, you were what sick the whole weekend? Yeah, it's just dying of the flu, but I'm good to go. Okay. Back yeah. alive? Yeah, back alive. Anything crazy happened? Nah. That is true. You, Shifty you did gave it to him. Shifty gave it to you. Nah, you gave so it to me. Shifty, if Shifty did give it to you, he got his payback when we were returned. What happened? This is one of the funniest things that's ever fucking happened. I get a text from Shifty, okay? I almost feel like want to read the text, okay? We get back, okay? This is highs and lows. We flew a private jet back, okay? Shouts wow. to Puma. I didn't pay for that shit. Puma did, okay? And so Shifty is 20 years old, and he's... In a private jet. And this is not this a little private jet yeah, that we use when we're on tour. Flight. This is a legit private jet with Wi-Fi. Good okay? Wi-Fi. Like, good Wi-Fi. Like, this motherfucker, Dove, took a FaceTime call wow. on the private jet. Mm. Okay? Ordered is, oh, filet and sushi filet platters. Filet sushi platters. I mean, we were fucking living it up. So this is what Shifty's doing. He's 20 years old. He was working at Home Depot before, right? Yeah. Organizing Mexicans outside. And now he's in a <laughs> private jet, okay? I don't think that's a Home Depot corporate job. <laughs> I think it's on set. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think it's on set. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think, I, I forget the exact thing, uh, label that he had for it, but it was... It was something. He called it that. Yeah, organizing Mexicans job. Uh, anyway, so look, he goes, so he's in there. He comes back. Now, he goes, he takes an Uber to his home, gets out the Uber, okay? Phone falls out, car runs over it, destroys it. Oh, my God. Okay? This is where the night begins, okay? He can't call another Uber or anything to go to the Apple Store to get it fixed. Walks to the subway. Subways are down. Can't take the L train into the city. Takes, walks a fucking mile to another subway, takes that to a bus, takes the bus, right, into the city to finally get his car, right? Realizes that he hasn't taken a shit yet, okay? Then to finally get his phone. Realizes he hasn't taken a shit yet, okay? He's about 100 feet from the Apple store, shits his pants, okay? <laughs> Fully shits his pants, okay? Goes into the Apple store with full shit in his pants, okay? Right? Right? <laughs> right? So why are you hiding? Over Go, no, he's not back there. Oh, he's in shit, a, I Goes into the Apple store, full shit in his pants, buys a new phone, okay? <laughs> Calls an Uber. No, doesn't call an Uber to go home like he should. Gets back on the subway. With shit pants. With shit pants. And I'm like, why'd you do that? He goes, well, would I rather stink up an Uber with an Uber driver in there or just go into the subway that already smells like shit and then nobody <laughs> will know the true. difference? I was like, that's, that's a true. pretty good... That's true. like crazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, fuck. Okay. So what happened? What you, I think you told the story already. Was this, am I accurate on everything? I'm not even I didn't exaggerating. Hear everything. I just heard shit in his pants. I knew exactly who you were talking about. Okay. That's the part you need to be accurate on. Yeah, you yeah, took yeah. the subway with shitty pants. Yes, I did. You, so it takes the subway back with shit in his pants. Hour and, then, and a half. Wait, why was it an hour and a half back? All trains are shut down. I had to take the M all the way from fucking 57th Street all the way to Brooklyn and then had to walk 20 minutes to my house. With, with shit, shit in your pants. pants. Yeah. Be honest, how much? It was bad. And we're, <laughs> son, how? Yeah, 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 yeah. How yeah. does that, what, how like, the shit There's a bar in his pants. Son, there's restaurants, there's bars, there's Starbucks. It just came out, and then I, I was just like, all right, I guess we just got to do this. 20. 
shit that's shouldn't why, be happening nah, yet. Nah, that's why he can do it. Did you go to a bathroom to like organize and clean up? At Apple Store, I did. Yeah. Did you just throw out your underwear? Yeah. Oh. And then did you did it get through at all? That was on your legs. Of course, yeah. No, it always gets through, bro. You got hairy legs too, so it's just curled up in the fucking leg hairs. Oh. It was down on your fucking right calf? on my calf, bro. bro. Those those pants were white when he I bought them. I can't believe bro. he still went through and got the phone. No, that's fire though. He was, I was oh, committed. I was committed. Yo, you he shit should've. yourself. He you turned back immediately. I was committed. Go How was he gonna no, get he home? He was hundred feet away from the fu- from the bro. Apple Store. So it, now you in the Apple Store smelling like shit. But you got to do the same walk back either way. I might as well do these hundred feet, get the phone. Nah, I mean, you could get an Uber back if you go to the Apple Store. <laughs> nah, Potentially. Dude, that's crazy. Nah. I, that's the thing nah. that's crazy. I can't believe you didn't Uber back. That's yeah. uh, absurd yeah, to me. Yeah. That you Uber spent back, another hour on the window. back. Well, what am I have one guy judge me or a bunch of people judge me? Yeah, exactly. But then with like other people it, that could be defense, smelling. You're not going to know it's him. You got to get in that Uber and then you got to be like, God damn. You got to immediately put that thing on yeah. him. You got to keep your underwear clear. and put it on the seat next to you and be like, yo, someone left someone this. Someone left shit. No, I see, shit I see the underwear. Wash right the Apple car. Store. Yeah. And then give him a bad rating. Be like, bro, this is absurd. Yeah, I, I'm not dude. paying for this. No, I discarded the underwear at the Apple store. Yeah. In the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. That's Wow, nah, I've crazy. been there, bro. That happens, bro. Nah. Oh. nah. Full on? Full on, though? That's crazy. Not, no, you've, like, sharded. You've been, like, oh, it's a fart, and then No, it I shit in shorts. <laughs> and I was on a bike, and it started coming out every time I pedal. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear the story? <laughs> yeah, I told the story. I was playing softball as a kid, and I was on third base trying to make it home, and nobody would fucking get a goddamn single for me to get home. So I was shitting myself on third, and then finally, I just stole home because I was like, I'm not doing this no more. Did you slide? <laughs> no, so, no, I didn't slide at all. I got, I got, I got out, like, fucking 10 feet before the base. If I slid, I would shit myself right there. I immediately got on my bike. I started biking back home, and every time I would pedal, it got a little closer out, and then once I just shit myself, and it was stacked on one side, and every time I pedal, every time I push on my left, a little would fall out. A little would fall out. A little would fall oh out. God. Yeah. And how old were you? I was like 18, 19 <laughs> or something. No, 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 no. I was, I was a kid, kid. I was young, young. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, no, but you're good, bro. No, you're not. No. no, that's how you know we're addicted to our phones. You forget you got a shit. <laughs> like you so you so need your phone. Your body's you're like, why isn't he going? Yeah. Why isn't he going to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. What is happening up there? Mm-hmm. Wait, were you like on the street or are you trying to get into a bathroom at like a Sabaros or something like that? On the street in Central Park. Just so you gone. Wait, you were in the park? I was walking next to Central Park to get to the. And you didn't think to run in the park and just bust out? Yeah, no. The, I literally. It was ramble. one of those things where you just don't expect it. It was just literally just a shark. It was like gone. Oh, you thought you were far. It wasn't like it. I had to shit. It just happened because I had all those apple juices on the private jet. No, this guy had fifteen <laughs> apple juice, bro. He had two apple juices before we left, and I was like, "You gonna have another one?" He goes, "Man," <laughs> he said, "Nah, man, this is gonna make me shit." And then we're <laughs> we're on the plane. And I heard him order two more apple juices. I'm like, "This is a wild boy right here, bro." <laughs> Why does apple up, juice make you shit? It makes you shit. Uh, it's like a normal thing. I think it does. Yeah? I think it does. I've never heard never that heard in my life. Nah, I've never nah, heard he's that, He's trying bro. to blame it on apple juice. You were growing up and shit your fucking pants. But he called it beforehand. Called it. Yeah, sometimes he'd be calling shit. <laughs> bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's crazy. That's a beautiful story, bro. Yeah. This is that layers to that is amazing. <laughs> apple juice made you shit in the Apple store. Like, it's just oh, beautiful. Wow. It's like perfect. Ooh. The fucking honestly, synergy, the dog. The Apple store deserves it for how long they make everybody wait for every fucking mm-hmm. 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Well, how about I just shit in your bathroom on my leg and wash <laughs> it off? Stop talking about all your cousins like that, son. <laughs> 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 you know, you know, you know, enough of my cousins at the Apple store has a problem. It's a bunch of white people trying to do tech. Yeah, it's a genius bar. It's a genius bar. You know, they're always like, I gotta go to the bank. They just got Indians out there outsourcing. And they're like, yo, what's wrong with this phone? Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
It's impractical jokers. Let him out. It's impractical yeah. jokers. Just the Indian guy in a box truck. He's like, tell him what it is. And you're like, all right. All right, guys, we take a break for a second. Listen, obviously, our fashion is a plus, undefeated, unstoppable. Okay, you got to work your way towards unparalleled fashion. And the way that you're gonna do it is very, very, very simple. It's just with True Classic. True Classic has got your back. Simple as that. True Classics team designed t-shirts to make the fellas of all sizes out there feel confident in their clothing, okay? They give you the wide shoulder and the tapered bottom look that we're all looking for. And the quality of the t-shirts is elite. True Classic offers other men's things that other men's wear does not offer, okay? The activewear line makes physical features more flattering and their fabrics are engineered for high quality and intense workouts. I'm telling you, you got to enter the new year in clothes that will give you the confidence to tackle those 2023 resolutions. And thanks to True Classic, you'll have everything you need to hit the gym, take it slow, or treat yourself to something nice. And for a limited time only, you're going to get 25% off with the code FLAGRANT. Think about that if you go to trueclassic.com. All right? So right now, trueclassic.com and also big fellas out there they have long options for the tall guys and up to XXXL that's triple X True Classic also has a 100% risk free guarantee with a 30 day return policy the response to these tees are overwhelmingly positive with over 200,000 5 star reviews so get your 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code flagrant that's 25% off with the code flagrant plus free shipping included on purchases over $100. New year, new me, new tees. Thanks to True Classic. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys, we're going to take a break real quick because you need a coffee alternative. And I'm not knocking coffee. I love the ritual. I love the caffeine. But every once in a while, you got to change it up and use a coffee alternative that gives you the same buzz with much less caffeine. And that's where mud water comes in. Mud water is a coffee alternative with four adaptogenic mushrooms and Ayurvedic herbs. Mushrooms, Joe Rogan loves them. Ayurvedic, I obviously love, I'm Indian. With only a fraction of caffeine of a cup of coffee, you get energy without anxiety, jitters, or the crash of coffee. It leans on mushrooms and their blend of matcha and their blend of chai for sustained energy, not the crash of coffee. Nice, sustained energy. Again, I'm not knocking coffee. You guys should definitely implement mud water into your weekly routine. It has lion's mane. It has cordyceps that help you support physical performance and chaga and reishi to support your immune system. It also has turmeric, holy, which you stole from the Indians for soreness. Anyway, it is 100% organic, USDA certified, non-GMO, gluten-free, all that good shit. And it donates monthly to the Berkeley Center for the Science of Psychedelics because Mudwater believes the country's in a mental health epidemic and they see psychedelics as useful tools for individuals. You don't need to know why. You usually know they're kind of cool. You know what I mean? They're not fucking dorks. That's really all you need to know. So go to mudwater.com slash flagrant to support the show. And if you use the code flagrant, you'll get 15% off. Who the fuck else doing that? Nobody. You seen mudwater ads on your IG, no fucking discount. You're welcome. Sincerely from flagrant. Let's get back to the show. This shit was kind of funny. So I'm in... um. I'm in Paris, right? And my girl's not in Paris, right? And um, I'm basically like, all right, listen, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go to the fucking Hermes store, see if I can get you a bag, right? Thinking I ain't going to be able to get her a bag, but like it a little softens the blow, the fact that she's not in Paris and I'm in Paris and whatever. So we go in. Fake trying is important. Fake trying is important. So we go in and uh, first day we go in, right? 
and we go up to the. You remember the last time I went to yes. the Hermes store and the motherfucker was talking about how like the whites will not be replaced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was, it was wild racist, right? Right. And I went along with it to get this bag for my girl and yada yada. As we all would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So. <laughs> I go up to the podium, there's a new girl there. Now there's these two black folks that are like from America clearly trying to like get an appointment. And she's like, sorry, there's no more appointments Ooh. for the day. I walk up, right? And I'm like, hey, kid, I'd like to have an appointment. And then she's like, oh, sorry, there's no more appointments for the day. And the dudes, the dude stepped in and was like, yeah, man, they're selling us the same thing. They're saying the same thing to us. And so now I can't even really like go, hey, you know, we have, I'm on the list here or whatever. Like yeah. we've, we have some purchase history, blah, blah, blah. So I try to mention something, we just walk away. Dove, who's been unstoppable with the truffle, walks to some other people, right? And goes, can you just check the purchase history of this guy, yeah, That's blah, blah, actually blah. very reasonable. Smart. He checks the purchase history, they look into it, all of a sudden the podium lady walks up and goes, I think we can work something out mm -hmm. for you, blah, 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 right? So I was like, all right, cool. They work something out, right? We go into this room, try to make it happen. They're basically like, can you stay until Monday? We might be able to make your thing happen. I'm like, no. She's like, what about tomorrow? Okay, boom. I say, I'm going to come back tomorrow. I go back tomorrow. The next day we come. You know, remember you get sent into a separate room. We get sent into a separate room, right? The guy introduces himself, right? His name is Adolf. That's his name. Okay? <laughs> That's his name. Now, he got a Spanish accent, right? Yeah. He got a Spanish accent. I go, where are you from, man? He goes, Argentina. Ooh, oh, fuck. Shit. Wait for it. So I go, oh, like Adolfo. He goes... No, actually, it's Adolf. Bro. I go, that Wait, look, 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 it's crazy. crazy. I go, I go, I go, I go, oh, well, isn't it Adolfo in Spanish? She goes, yeah, but my family is German. Oh, I swear to God. Bro, she's off the story. My Shit. first question, how old is he? Yeah, <laughs> is he, is he, is he is this I found him. Bro, I found him. Take the no. bag, fucking knock him over. Let like. me tell you something. Dove, who has been unstoppable with the truffle. We don't have the bag yet. Dove's been unstoppable with the truffle. He's coming up there with me to still try to get the bag. Once the word Adolf was said, bro. melted. Kryptonite. Melted. Harry Potter Voldemort. Bro, melted. Really? Bro, That's Kanye your craziness? Yo, son said, it is literally Voldemort. I'm, I'm, I'm out there trying to talk to the guy <laughs> well, with the bag, right? Get All of a sudden, I'm like trying to get the bag. He's, I'm trying to, and, and the guy's about to go downstairs, right? What happened? Alex goes, I know how to get Dove now. Oh, yeah, yeah, son. Be Hitler? Son, son, what is your You can't with? get him. I just got to get Kanye in it. You can't do it. It's got to be a motherfucker from Germany named Adolf, yeah. whose parents named him Adolf on purpose. That's, the motherfucker yeah. wasn't even old. You should have sent Dove home right there. Son, this ain't your I didn't know. I, didn't, I thought, if anything, he'd want to win, right? I thought, Bro. if anything, he wants to That's take That's the thing. If he's old. What do you mean? Why are you looking at that? Of course the Jews want some payback on an Adolf. <laughs> so he wants to give this guy money? Yeah. Not give him money. Get a better bag. Win the Negotiation, right? Yeah, rip this guy off. Look, I mean, your, your logic was clearly wrong. <laughs> the saying. guy melted. No, no, no. I know, I know, I know. So basically, he's going and he's going. And so Dove is trying to make sure we get the best scenario with the bag, right? Dove, a friend of his, is kind of connected to the family, blah, 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 right? So I see the guy basically goes, okay, I'm going to go downstairs and see what we have, right? Dove In the bunker. Go to the tries, bunker. To <laughs> tries to intervene, right? Dove goes, Dove tries to intervene. He hasn't said anything because he's just in a fucking state of shock. He tries to intervene and he goes like this. He goes, as the guy Adolf is going to walk down, legs all fucking high in the air as he's walking, right? And, and, and Dove goes, oh, and um, blah, blah, blah. no confidence. No confidence. He's had full confidence to get us anywhere we want, walk into restaurants, no reservations, Sad. table for 10, and they're just fucking falling in line. Weak Hercules, bro. This guy right here walks in and he goes, he goes, oh, and by the way, um, you know, if it's another, uh, we can, um, uh, we, we can, uh, uh, you know, 
we can uh, come Monday. We can figure out a different appointment um, uh, Monday. And uh, you know, a friend of the and Adolf stops him. Right? He just goes nine. Look, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes. We can figure out appointment for you on a different day. But this is this is for him. We work on him today. That's a threat. So the guy thinks that Dove is trying to piggyback on the appointment. Yeah. Now, Dub is like, oh no, I wasn't really trying to do it. And, and the guy just goes, uh, we don't talk about this. I go downstairs. Oh, right? shit. So, shut oh, Dub shit. Now, so now Dub is like, did I just ruin the bag for Emma? Yeah. So now he's not only melted because yeah. of Adolf, he's also like, I just fucked up the bag situation. I, I, I was afraid of. Literally. So, so he can't even cut. I'm trying to work out the jokes that I'm gonna do later tonight at the show, and I'm saying it to him, and he's looking at me, and no reaction at all. I'm like, am I bombing right now? Yeah. He goes, I'll be honest, I'm not even here right now. <laughs> oh, he couldn't concentrate. Nope. Uh, yeah. Yay! Yeah, okay, so. Um, the point, the bag, point of the story is, yeah, we got the bag and things were good. And, and a fire bag, too. And the, yes, the, the fire the, the bag, everything was good. So did you oh, tell your shit. blue squares, of, like, where to find them? Yeah. Yo, right, you got right. the goons? I think we just told them. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just told the blue squares. Yeah, I mean, but his. But it was. Different. Yeah, it was wild. So um, another victory uh, for Adolf over the Jews. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, that's what Stavros said. We, I was telling the story, he goes, it looks like he's 2-0. and oh. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's crazy. And then I was also outnumbered as a Jew when five non-Jewish comics, when we pulled up to the private jet uh, terminal, about to go on the flight, it, you can get your VAT tax back yeah. for an expensive bag, Yeah. some some money. And I was just like, Andrew, it's five minutes away. Just go and do it, and we'll we'll wait for you. And just five comics with some pressure on Schultz were like, we're going to be back in Paris, guys. Oh my god. It's like a Irish great man. city. It's a oh great city. God. You don't think we're gonna go back <laughs> for a weekend or something? That's so you know you get money. <laughs> but they let him know that's that, crazy, and I'm just lo looking god, at him like, I'm gonna spend it on an ice bath. Is that what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna spend it on a sauna. That's a, that's a good amount of money, bro. <laughs> but be honest, though, did the croissants come in clutch? Nah, bro. What's this? Also, this guy's a son of a bitch, bro. I, I'm I mean, just saying. Yo, this guy's a legit I mean, son of a bitch. I came bitch, up yo. with a better hustle, you know Mark, what I mean? Mark found a, a cheap idea to love his girl. And, <laughs> yeah, right? better, and he's like, yo, idea. what we should do is buy some croissants. He that, goes, I'm going to buy some croissants for uh, my girl. That Every, morning. Everybody knows her name. I, I'm always like hesitant to say the name. It's fine. That morning, okay. I'm like, let's get warm croissants, get on the plane, and then when I get that, home. It was the day before. No, he it goes, was the morning, bro. Mark your line. There's the morning. The day before you said the idea. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 the day before he said the idea, I just want to say that. So the, and we went out, we fucking partied. It was super late. Like I ordered two linguinis to the room. Like it was crazy, Ooh. right? Double linguinis, right? <laughs> um, God damn. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? When I got when I got high. Son, I forgot I smoked weed in the club, and I just thought I kept getting more drunk without drinking. <laughs> so I'm drunk as fuck, man. I'm like, God damn, Shifty, why I'm so drunk right and now? Why does like, Kodak sound so good? Yo, it was, it was, it was crazy. I'm like, I'm like in the bed. I'm like, yo, Shifty, take these fucking cartons linguini out of here. I'm like strumming my mustache, bro. And I'm like strumming my mustache. What are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm playing some guitar on my mustache. <laughs> like it was crazy. And uh, and then I just remembered I was high, and then everything started to like make sense. 
Uh, there's probably more to it that Shifty has on video. He'll put it out with the vlog. <laughs> but what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah, so Mark has this genius, thoughtful idea, okay? He's like, yo, why don't we get some croissants? I'm gonna get some croissants for my girl and then I'm gonna bring them to her. Look, we'll take them on the jet, bring them. Like, okay, boom, boom, great fucking idea. He's like, yo, you should do that for your girl too. And I was like, yo, that's fucking really thoughtful. I'm gonna do that shit as well. Like, this is, this is great. Um, I go, the next morning, I know we're fucking running late, okay? I know this motherfucker ain't ready. You know what I do? I go to the croissant shop and I get croissants for Mark. Mm. That's very thoughtful. Okay. You're performing. Are you no, 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 this is the day we're coming back. Oh, they're coming back. Right before we go to the thing, I'm like, yo, he might be too drunk. I don't want to miss out on that shit. Not too drunk, but he might be too, whatever, tired. I don't want to miss out on that shit. I'm going to get him the croissants. I go get the croissants, okay? There's only one almond croissant left, okay? Then the rest are chocolate croissants and then regular croissants. He goes, you know what? I see him coming in as I'm leaving. And I go, yo, I already got you croissants. He's like, oh, that's fine. That's very nice of you, but I'm going to go get like four of the chocolate croissants myself. I go, okay, okay? I look in my bag of motherfucking croissants. This guy ate the one goddamn almond croissant <laughs> from my fucking bag, okay? Didn't touch his fucking bag. Damn. Son, that's crazy, right? Son. I was thoughtful enough to buy him the croissants for his girl that's just so fun. he wouldn't miss that's them. Actually he got four I croissants, son. He got four croissants. Everybody knows they almond was croissants one, was It was one ones. almond. <laughs> It was what I opened up the bag looking for the almond. I was like, where the fuck the almond croissant is? Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> I tell you something though, I didn't eat the croissant. Who ate it? I don't know. The bag was just open on oh, the plate. Oh, I wonder who. <laughs> I actually, honest to God, I didn't eat it. I don't know what happened to it. No, you ate that. This shit. is the first I heard of this. This is very funny. No. And I'm actually, it's shit. funnier if I it's take credit uh, for it. It would be way funnier if it was shifting. That's why he shouldn't. <laughs> nah, we were sitting on this side. Check his underwear, bro. Smell his ass right now. That shit nah, smells son. like almonds. We were sitting that on this side. That shit smells like almonds. His we ass were, is almonds, no, bro. No, you fucking, you ate that shit. I know you fucking ate that shit. That was fucked up. I don't actually I know you ate it because this croissant. motherfucker talked for about six and a half hours straight on a goddamn plane. <laughs> we were all trying to sleep, and him, him and Santino are maybe the greatest like uh, holders of court or whatever that <laughs> shit is. These motherfuckers talked for six and a half hours straight, bro. Yeah, the greatest it podcast is, never recorded. It is just, top, bro. We're just chatting, bro. I was waiting for Theo to be like, it's a bit much. <laughs> I need a theater to come over to y'all. Man. It's a bit much. There's a lot of fucking bro, we're talking, having a bro. great time sharing croissants. It was good, man. Bro, like, poor, what's wrong with that? Poor Mateo was squeezed in. He was on the inside. Stavros was on his outside, so Mateo was just locked in. <laughs> and I noticed about an hour in, like, Mateo was contributing. After an hour, he was like, these motherfuckers need to die, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there a twin tower this shit could bang? God, like, like, he was done with that shit. <laughs> Bro, and they were, weren't they having a good time? Good old time. Why, why, why didn't nobody energy. just shut them up? Say what? Why didn't no one just shut them up? Just call them out. I, I kind of felt like, like they needed they that because they didn't bro. have as good of seats as we did. So they were I just was like, kind of stopped them from coming up. Oh, you, you was in the back. Come on. No, no, no. Oh. They were at the dining table, <laughs> yeah. which is lovely for a water oh, oh. two-hour flight. Also, just to let you know, I knew Dove would not let me sit in the worst part of the plane, bro. <laughs> Dove, you know what I'm saying? I knew the second we were there at the airport, I was like, Dove gonna grab me or whistle or do some sort of shit, and I'm gonna be on the plane in the perfect situation. That was masterful. <laughs> it was masterful. I asked the layout of the plane before. You know I said, no. count how many people. Of course! Dude. It's Dove! <laughs> it's Dove! You Googled it? No, I know it. I asked the question. I know the type of plane. I know the type of plane, and I know Come how on. many people There's are levels. on it, There's so it can only be configured a certain way and believe me I know which seats 
are good, which are terrible, and which are the mid ones. And so when Andrew is at the door, we're all walking out to the plane, and people are like, you know, taking pictures outside the plane. I go like, like I'm like an angry fucking wife to Andrew. I'm like, get the fuck over here. Yep. Follow me. So we're the first That's one fantastic. on. That's fantastic. Isn't it great? That's <laughs> fantastic. You I know, know I can't. That get, is no. fantastic. I can't get screwed over. I can't. It's impossible. Oh. I can't. Because he oh, knows what, if it benefits me, it benefits him. I don't have to think about it at all. Because I would be, if I got the shit seats, I'd be like, dude, I'm on a private plane. I'm still fucking not happy. I'm getting this big wormhole behind. Yep. I can't be happy no matter what's happening. Yep, there you go. Turns out I, there's just a shitty section of a private plane, and Dove took care of it. I didn't know there was a 100%. shitty section of a private plane. Oh my god, apparently so. But Tao knows. Of course, <laughs> of course he wouldn't tell you about it, though. No, of course That's not. That's crazy. On our, He's on, with you. He could have told you. It doesn't matter. Hey, I'll be honest. It didn't matter because they were just they were just talking the whole time. Along. Every section didn't was matter. a shitty section of the private plane. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom, fake shit, just to get away from the noise. <laughs> Bro, you had headphones. Put the headphones on. Nah, that didn't stop it. <laughs> That didn't stop it. I mean, it was, I don't know what they were talking about. I bet Dub got a good seat, too. Of oh, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. But I knew what Dub Listen, this is the other thing I have to accept. This is the other thing. I gotta be comfortable and that everybody else could. Listen, no, no, this is the thing I have to accept. And I think Dub has worked it out like this with me. It's like, I have to accept that no matter who else is with me, has to have a little bit less than Dove, and then I'll have the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second anybody else is elevated above Dove, Dove is like, let's just destroy the whole thing. Everything's destroyed. <laughs> let's destroy the whole thing. Like, yeah. the second I knew that Dove had his own room, yeah. I knew we were golden. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's taken care of. Yeah. If Dove was sharing a room, oh. it, I mean, like, my sheets could have a fucking yeast infection yeah. on them, and it doesn't matter. Because once Dove is taken care yeah. of, everybody's, everybody's taken, everybody's care, taken of. care of. Then he feels full, and he's like, let me let me take just, care of everybody. Let me just shower everybody with love and experience. Yeah. <laughs> you need full effort from me, full dedication, and Andrew, Andrew knows it. This is his writer. Bro, everybody, it, every performer's got a writer. I know Dude, how to get the This is a truffle most, writer. Bro, the, the restaurant forgot to bring some steaks. Just seeing Dove go talk to the people about it. I didn't even want the steaks. But it was the principle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the principle, right? What did you say? What did you say? Nah, no, no, no. don't worry. It's, yeah. it's tough to articulate. Say it in French. Just <laughs> no. say it in French in the microphone. <laughs> I think it was something probably like, well, what are we gonna do about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd like, be, real, it'd be a real shame if the city shut down the restaurant. You know what I mean? Ooh. This guy's—he's a fucking—he's a mobster, bro. <laughs> Paris is fun, though, Paris is. It's a beautiful city. Beautiful. It's a beautiful city. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because, listen, you're not taking care of your hair. Your shampoo sucks. You think your shampoo is good. It's not. You think your shampoo is good, and it is not, okay? Geology is going to switch all that for you. You already know geology because it's already cleared up your skin, made you look absolutely beautiful, and did in the most simple way possible. You're welcome. Geology's also gonna do that for your hair because they got shampoo down. Just like the skincare quiz that you took, okay? Just like that one. They created a quiz that asks you just a handful of questions and just like that you have your very own personalized hair care routine. You know what that means? There's no more bad hair days. That's what geology's got for you. No more bad hair days. Most people are out there washing their hair every single day. You got, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna tell you to stop that. That's how you know you can trust geology. Name a company that's gonna tell you to use less of their product. You can't name one. No other shampoo. Shampoo other companies, they're saying do it twice a day because they want you to burn through that product. You know what geology cares about? You and your hair. 
They want you to be with them for life. And the way you do that is you build trust by being honest and build an amazing product. And that's what Geology did. Try it out. Shampoos. You know what they do? Some of these other shampoos, they strip your hair of the oils it needs. Geology's like, nah, keep them oils. The custom control hair care routine comes with a truly personalized routine. And for a limited time, they're hooking you up with an absolutely insane offer. Right now, if you use the code FLAGRANT, they will give you 70% off your first purchase of a personalized hair care routine or their award-winning skincare trial set. On top of that, they are giving you an additional bonus offer on their brand new body care line of super clean body wash and deodorant. They are going to take care of all your bathroom needs. So head over to geology.com. Take the hair care quiz, use the code flagrant, and start living that good hair life. Now let's get back to the show. Also, guys, show dates. First of all, thank you guys to everybody who came out in Vegas. We had an amazing time. And there are more shows coming up. February 9th through 11th, I'm gonna be in Sacramento, California at the Punchline Comedy Club. You got nothing to do before the Super Bowl, so be there. March 9th through 11th, I'm coming to Miami. I'm back, Miami. Let's come through. Let's have the same fucking party that we had in 2021. Let's move the podcast back there. And two new dates as we keep adding more for 2023, July 12th, I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama at Stand Up Live. You guys should come to that show because I'm never going to Huntsville again. And July 13th, Nashville, Tennessee, I'm going to be at Zany's. I promise you those, that show will sell out. Buy tickets quickly. I'm telling you it's going to sell out. That's just what it is. Okay? Get your tickets at AkashSing.com. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back, baby. Um, listen, let's talk about... Um our man, Alec Baldwin, mm. you know what I'm saying? The fucking legend. <laughs> the <laughs> legend! Legend! We need you on flagrant. Alec Baldwin, you know uh, what I mean? Guys, a lady died, guys. Yeah, Say yeah. again? Come on, a lady come died, on, bro. Oh, I was talking about how he had just had his seventh kid. Oh, My respect man never him. shot a blank in his life. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're talking about he's the- shooting up clubs yeah, and movies. That's it. Damn. <laughs> Listen, no, but he's like Akash with a fucking gun, bro. <laughs> so, he can't nice. miss, my nice. boy. Nice. Good aim. Good okay, aim. so he what's the deal? That. So he's been indicted? Is that what it's called? Yeah, he's basically one of three people being charged with involuntary manslaughter. What is the difference, Alex, between being indicted and charged? That's the same. Okay. Same thing? Yeah. Okay. So he's charged with involuntary manslaughter for the shooting of his director of photography. That's correct. Yes, you're right. Oh, shit. You're yeah. nice, boy. Hey, thanks, dog. Don't tell yourself short in your memory, man. Hey, thanks, buddy. I'm sure. Oh, random things, one or two words always. Now, so, so break that. So break the whole so thing down. He is being charged by the DA, and they basically need to charge you. They need to have like grounds to charge you. Yeah. And what they're saying is you are being charged for pulling the trigger which I don't think you're supposed to do on a set unless like everybody's clear or whatever. Mm. But she's, he's saying, there's no reason to charge me. And she's saying, no, the reason we took so long to charge you is because I wanted to hear back from the FBI on whether or not this trigger was pulled. Remember when he tried to cap fired. like he and didn't he tried pull to the say fucking to that lying motherfucker? And I knew that motherfucker was guilty. I remember I was doing that joke for a minute. Yeah. Do you guys remember that on on tour? I was doing a, the there was doing this little like Alec Baldwin joke, but it, I was basically saying that I knew for a fact that he did it once he said he didn't pull the trigger. You know, I, lo I don't mind giving you credit, but yeah. I don't think you're the only person who thought he pulled the trigger. <laughs> I love you, and I give you credit a lot. You no, 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 I, I know You weren't the only one predicting. Listen, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, no, no. The, the, uh, the, you're right about Netflix, me... though. You gay. Netflix is you. You were right, dog. That's sorry, crazy sorry. Let me clarify. So I, I even hear other people say that shit that, now, bro. Oh. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that, let me clarify. I think that OJ was stabbed the, her. the dumbest fucking thing I've ever said. I apologize. 
I said he did it on purpose. In the job. Oh, okay. Oh, exactly. Okay. exactly. So, okay. That, that yeah. sounded the yeah. stupidest fucking thing I've ever said in my entire life. I apologize for that. But I said he did it on purpose. I I don't I don't really think he wanted to kill her, mm-hmm. but I do think that he wanted to like shock her. Because uh, if you're not even filming and you're just and you're pulling a trigger with a blank, mm-hmm. right? You're annoyed by the person, you're working out the angle for a shot. I don't think they're actually recording. So they're working out. And then you know that there are blanks in the gun, you're assuming, so it's gonna make a pop, right? Or does all that pop sound and that kind of stuff go in post? I don't know, I don't know necessarily, I don't know if- I would assume a blank still pops. The blank yeah. still pops because the blank, I believe, has the powder, it yeah, just so doesn't have the projectile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, maybe you're fucking annoyed, this DP is giving you a bunch of notes, you don't wanna deal with it, or the director's right behind, they keep on saying all this fucked yeah. up shit, and then, you're like, all right, I'm gonna scare them. I'm gonna take out, I'm gonna like passive aggressively bother these motherfuckers, and then you ended up shooting them. Yeah. But the fact that he was like, no, I didn't even pull the trigger. It's like, you sh- you go and you say you fucking pull the trigger. Yes. You think and you, you say yes. you feel bad about it. I think he's I a fucking loony bit, loony bit in this guy. Yeah. I, I mean, also probably, think probably it's true. just, you know. It's he just... got a fist fight with a guy over a parking spot. Nah, I nah. can see that. That's New York. That was in New York City, right? Nah, he'd, been, he'd been having his, there's like a crazy voicemail he left for his daughter. I almost shot somebody over a parking spot. Yeah, but you're not Alec Baldwin, like, to be that much of a lunatic knowing that if you get in a fight in the streets, everybody's gonna videotape it because you're a person who's been famous for 50 years. Mm. Like, you have to be a real lunatic. You have to be someone who can't control their emotions at all in public. If you're, if you're a regular dude that got a job and another person's taking your parking spot, all right, fight it out. You're not gonna lose your job but over I that. But I respect it. It's like, I, knowing who I am, knowing this is gonna make the news, no, I don't give a, a fuck. He, at the very that's, how you know, that's how you know he's out of it. No, what if the guy <laughs> violated me? So now I'm, oh, I gotta just Son, if you're worth hundred million dollars or whatever, to your fucking two, so, twenty million dollar home. Yeah, That's you get violated sometimes if you're worth that much money and you let it slide. And if you got to that, and I'm not even saying like an income joke, but you get to that level of income, yeah. I promise you, you're gonna be like, okay, violate me. I'm rich. Put it this way, it's like I'm it's, not losing rich because I don't want to get violated. Remember when they Maybe. fought the people in the in the crowd at the uh, the Pacers game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Malice in the Palace. Yeah, Malice in the Palace. Like all of us are like. Yeah, you can't just talk to anybody the way you want, slap the shit out of somebody. But you're still a lunatic for going into the crowd and punching somebody because you have so much money to lose, so much opportunity to lose. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's not like, the smarter thing to do. Say what? Yeah, it's just not the smartest it's, thing yeah, to do. Yeah, it's not the most emotionally intelligent yeah, yeah, yeah. thing to do, even though as a man you go, well, shit, if yeah. you're going to do that. But you're also probably thinking, if I know you in that situation, your primal urge is like, I'm going to fuck this guy up. But your money urge is going, he got one. Yeah, how much mm. do I have to lose? Yeah, yeah. You gonna pay for a garage. Yeah. That's what you gonna do also. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's definitely different with male-female dynamics, but there's a reason Jay-Z and Solange, Jay-Z did absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. If Alec Baldwin was in Jay-Z's situation, he might kill them both. <laughs> he might kill I didn't even pull the trigger. Bullet pulled <laughs> both of their fucking heads. I didn't even pull the trigger. He also yeah. had, and we can get it emotionally, but oh he got into it with a stewardess because he refused to get off his phone as the plane was taken off. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, I'm not getting off my phone. He also left a crazy voicemail for his daughter. Yeah, I think I she was like that. 12 at the time. Yep. He called her a greedy little pig or something like yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah. the guy at the very least will Looney fly ben. off the handle. Looney ben. At the very least, he'll fly off the fucking Zero handle. emotional intelligence and just anger takes over and he can't do anything, which are usually like my favorite people to hang around, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, <laughs> just being around something. Like, like, I mean, Dove has a lot of emotional intelligence, but he is so easily, like, he's always in yeah, a, yeah, a state can... of like emotional distress. Yeah, yeah. And I just love it. It's like the most entertaining. <laughs> it's the best. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It is. That's why he's magic for a vlog, because there's never a moment where he's feeling calm. (laughs) It's always a moment of emotional distress. So you put the camera on him, and it's magic. All right, so what do you guys think? 
What's going on? Does he end up going to prison? I think he's fucked because they're charging him as the shooter and the producer. Explain that. So as a shooter, you could say, look, I pulled the trigger, but nobody said it was a hot gun. There's not supposed to be a fucking bullet in there. I just pulled the trigger because I'm an actor and I'm trying to be in character or whatever yeah. your reasoning is. Yeah. But then they're going to say, okay, well, if you're going to blame this armorer who handed the gun over, you're the producer. You, you hired, hired armor. that armorer. Yeah. You're still liable. Now, I'm sure that's a smaller punishment or whatever, but I feel like he gets charged no matter what. Mm. On any In any way, there's no way you're not getting charged. It feels like he would lose the civil case for something like this as a producer. Yeah. And then there would be like the insurance that the movie has that would like, I guess, take on the responsibility that payment. Or the criminal case you mean? No, the civil one he would lose, but the criminal, I can't see him going to prison for it. Like, sorry, sorry, I can't see him going to prison for the producer role. Mm -hmm. For pull, pulling the trigger, maybe if he's not supposed to pull a trigger in that situation on set, but for being the producer and then the armor was uh, uh, negligent. Yeah, criminal negligence is what Yeah, like I, I think it's really hard because if you're the producer of a movie, now you're taking on the criminal liability of 400 people that work on a movie. Like, nobody would ever even produce a movie. But civilly, That's I can see it happening. I, I see him getting the producer charge and not the involuntary manslaughter. But I think he's saying the producer charge won't carry jail time. Yeah, I don't yeah, think he'll carry it. But I, I, I think, think he, he'll yeah. get... You're agreeing. Yeah, yeah but, we're on the same page. But do you think he will get found guilty of that In one? a civil court? No, no, in criminal of the producer one. I think he will. Does that have a punishment of jail time? I think it depends on the punishment. If, if, it, if like, it doesn't, you think he will get charged guilty? Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. the lesser like, the charge. Right same place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like he's responsible for that life that's lost and he's going to have to do 20 years or whatever that is or 10 years, like whatever you no, get I, for like I think most the max five. is five, five years. Yeah. And I five. think that's for shooting and I think for producer it's 18 months. And, I could yeah. be wrong on that because I'm not still... They're also leveraging, I think they're leveraging two charges against him and one is more severe than the other one. That's according to the CNN article that I read. Mm -hmm. They're like one is basically saying like... So it's fake news. Yeah, exactly. It's fake news. completely not real. But if basically it's like criminal negligence or it is like a form of negligence that isn't necessarily criminal or something like that. But basically there's two charges and the jury gets to pick which charge they want to go forward with. And then depending on which one they go forward with, then that'll dictate what the sentencing is if he's found guilty. Yeah. Mm. I, I think yeah. he's found guilty and he avoids jail time. Got you. That's my guess. I'm wondering if they're trying to like get him to testify against the armor. Oh, like, fuck. We're like, they're like, we want to get this person. The armor is ultimately, and most people I think recognize like, oh, the armor is like the person that's like most responsible here. Yeah. I think the first DA that grabbed the gun that handed it to him in the first place pleaded guilty already to like negligence. Hmm. And so that's the third person that was charged out of all of them. I think he should be charged as a producer. How you hire this shitty ass armorer? Yeah. I had a better armorer in Las Vegas than you had on this he's, set. He's, yeah. he's not hiring the armor. This is a producer in name only, I imagine, like where you basically oh, give yeah, a producer yeah. credit. Yeah. Go. Yo, how happy do you think Hollywood execs are? Where they're like, all these yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. actors do a movie, they gotta be producer. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, now yeah, you yeah, got yeah, what you yeah, wanted, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're gonna put in name only yeah. right next to that shit. Like, I don't think he actually hired her, like, made the call, but he had a much bigger role because, like, this was him. Like, this was an independent movie that he was putting up a lot of the money for. Mm -hmm. So it's like he does have a lot more say also, over what happens. Isn't yeah. the girl's dad also, like, the armorer's dad was, was a also professional, like, Hollywood yeah. armor? Yeah. And so she's, like, a Nepo baby. Yeah. Yeah. And she had, like, almost zero experience. Yeah. So yeah, it is isn't. But that, I think that's one of those things where it's like, 
especially when it comes to Hollywood stuff where it's easier to get into the union if you have a connection. And then once you're in the union, you're making, I don't know what they're making a day, but probably like really good money per day. So if you don't have something that you're really passionate about, you might as well get this like really cushy, awesome union job where you're getting guaranteed work, working with all these famous people, and you got your fucking pops. Yeah, if you're like a PA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Hindsight is 2020, but this is such a high stakes job to give to a fucking, oh, it's an easy, just do the Think just about, handle the guns. You don't want to be the like the, think, the yeah, like yeah. animal wrangler nepo baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, but like, think about like to them. To them, it's nothing. Like, how often does this happen on a movie? I remember uh, the Crow dude, yeah, yes. Bran- Brandon Lee yeah, or Brandon Lee, Brandon Bruce Lee's, Lee's son, it's Bruce Lee's son. Like that happened then, and then shit hasn't happened since. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think in their mind, they're like there'd never be a live round. Yeah. There would all be and blanks. It's it's no different than props, I imagine for yeah. them. Right? Yeah. So you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna get all this money. My pop's gonna hook it up. We're gonna do all these things. Everything's gonna be good. Just like you see legacy people in Transpo. Like your pops was the transportation coordinator. Right. You're getting this $500 yeah. a day job. It's like, it's golden. Do you think, sorry, I just had a yeah. thought. Do you think this is why he had to lie on that interview and say, I never even pulled the That's, trigger? Yeah. Not only to avoid the jail time of yeah. I'm involuntary manslaughter. I'm oh, a, you're saying as Also, the pro- to, as the producer. Yeah. Oh, well, the, yeah. It's just clearly the gun misfired. That can't be on the producer. Mm-hmm. His lawyers might have been like, yo, you could get pinched for both. So we got to figure out a story that helps avoid both charges. Yeah. The yo, truth might help yeah. you avoid one, but can not you, both. Can you break down this this his wife's accent thing happening? Because Bro. apparently that shit's happening again, right? How yeah, weird yeah. is this? Yeah. So basically, which is actually fucked up that the paparazzi does this, but basically like they're going to like where she's dropping her kids off at school or some shit to like get a comment from her. Yeah. And which, which is fucked up. Don't like bring the kids and like fucking involve the kids in it. But yeah. they're interviewing her about it. I think this is the video. And uh, yeah, when is this from? This is two days ago. So basically, they're asking her about it, and this is what her accent is. No, I want to make sure everybody is here before I start. Hillary, all these. The baby. You guys can all stay awake. Okay? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to say. You're not going to ask me questions. I'm going to tell you. Okay? I want you guys to realize that we have seven kids. And you being here to. Escort them to school and to be there when they come home is not good. So on a human level, you guys know I'm not going to say anything to you. You know that. So please leave my family in peace and let this all play out. Okay? So let my kids come home and you stay away from them. Because they ask me, Mommy, what, like, what are these people doing? Mommy. And it's a very hard thing as a mom to try to explain. So please, go home, because I'm not going to say anything, and Alec is not going to say anything. You're worse. So that's what she says, and then people obviously bring this back up a million times, but like she said at one point she was from Spain, and she's not from Spain, she grew up in Boston. You know what she does is clever? Whenever uh, there's, they have, like I saw TikTok on it, whenever they ask you from Spain, she goes, my parents live in Spain, every time. So she doesn't outright lie. She just leads them to believe she's from Spain because my parents live in Spain, yeah. Mallorca, actually. And I think she has Spanish family in her lineage, but never lived there, never like had spent weird. time there. But went but, to like, high school in Boston. Her classmates in high school were like, she didn't have no accent. What are you talking about? And then now has a full-on Spanish accent. And can you show me the uh, interesting. the version of her that doesn't have it? Yeah. Because usually when somebody's upset, that's when they break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So the fact that she is still doing the accent while upset. 
speaking, I'm like, eh, maybe. She might just be a down-ass wife, and she's like, yo, my husband's getting a lot of negative attention. How do I take it off of him? I'll put, I'll take it on. Let me mm. put the accent maybe back Maybe I agree with everything she said right there. Yeah, oh, like, oh, absolutely. Yo, it's heartbreaking. On, like, stop fucking it's, with Yeah, kids. it's heartbreaking. These are kids. Yeah. Uh, the problem is if she just said that like a normal person, we would feel it a lot more than if she put on the accent. Then the accent it all gets yeah. lost in the accent. Because it feels like it's all of it is fabricated. Yeah, her and yeah. Alec need to just sit down and be like, how do we properly crisis manage? Yeah. Because if Alec did that George Stephanopoulos interview, he was like, dude, this is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. I cannot believe... There was a live round. Nobody told me. Yeah. I pulled the trigger. Assuming we're filming, I'm an actor. Like, That's we all he had to say. Yo, we would have no, been like, not. oh, he's, this poor guy. He says that, and then he's going to jail. Yeah, then yeah, he admits that uh, yeah. he's criminally negligent. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's true. You've that's been right, on sets... Just say that, yeah, so that's, You've been uh, on sets for 50 years. You can't pull the trigger. You know better. You know you shouldn't do it. She yeah. might not have experience, but you have experience holding weapons. You should know better than to pull the trigger. I think the average person didn't realize that you don't pull the trigger. And that's why we were all going, why are you lying about this, bro? It just sounds, you look sound, so goofy right now lying about it because we assumed every time you're on set and you have a fake gun, you can pull the trigger on it. Mm. We literally see movies where you see the trigger get pulled. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would never assume that you just go bang, bang, but yeah. not pull it on the and set. And then there's like dispute as to whether or not the armor gave it to him because basically there's like within film in general, there's all these like technicalities. Like when you take the lens off, you have to have the gloves. You have to hold it this way. You have to replace it with this person. Only certain people can touch certain things. Yeah. And so the, you're, so the armor is supposed to grab it, hand it to him, say cold gun and like tell it to everyone and then yeah. everyone like responds. Like there's a whole fucking ritual. And apparently the first AD is the one that grabbed it and then gave That's it to That's the him. thing with these indie movies, man. Everyone's yeah. just fucking oh, doing it. on deck. So, but they're saying, and I think That's this is true. what they're going to try to prove in court, is that you should know if you don't get it from the person, you can't be yeah, touching it. And yeah. not only did you touch it, but you also fired it. And then Ooh. that's how they're going to try to get them, is what it seems they like. They could really get them. Maybe. Who knows? Son, I'm, yeah, I'm doing all that bang, bang shit in post, bro. Like, <laughs> it ain't yeah. that hard to yeah, throw yeah, the yeah. gunshot sounds in post, right? You go like this. Yeah, go. but it looks... <laughs> real if you see a cop. Oh, because you don't see the movement of the gun, <laughs> yeah. you're saying? I mean, okay. yeah, if a bullet comes out and kills someone, it seems realer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you shouldn't do that. Are they going to use the take? Like, that's another thing we should ask. Didn't they finish the, the movie? they do that? Yeah, I think so. They, they, they went, went back. Finished. There's <laughs> more. Alex loves realism, bro. He's Alex like, wants a director's cut where they show him pulling yeah. the trigger <laughs> and the girl. Son. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> Make it a 3D movie. <laughs> but apparently, I don't know what this video is, but this is like when her fucking accent went wrong. We have very few ingredients. We have how do I say that? That's the funny part. In shape before I have a baby, yeah, yeah. and then I stay active when I'm pregnant. Yeah. And it's, you know, oh. I'm not trying to stay thin. I'm just trying to keep my circulation going and stretch. She's <laughs> putting it on. She's putting it on. But it ain't <laughs> as crazy as I thought. Yeah, I know. She People put it on, but it ain't that crazy. How bro. do you say cucumber? Yeah, that's that was crazy. that was the one. Thing how do you say crazy. cucumber? That's crazy. This is not crazy to you when she talking like this. That's How do you crazy. say cucumber? My kids want their mommy. And also to blame it on being bilingual. Come on, Honestly, I feel the same way. And I don't like when niggas fake shit. How? Come on, That's not dude. even that bad. Sorry, it ain't that bad. Bro. How do you say cucumber? It ain't bad. Hey, low key is like, is she faking talking white? Maybe that's how she speaks. Maybe she speaks Spanish. She's faking talking white to appease you, Mark. I, mean, I, I, <laughs> you know I, I, mean? like, I like this take, but I think, that's funny. I think, I think her real voice is you don't Spanish. Even know you're on I know. I, I think her real voice is Spanish. She's faking talking white. Son, you go to LA and they all faking talking Kardashian. That shit is. Hey, they don't true. talk like shit. That's, that's annoying. True. Yeah. That's not. That's not. Yeah, not that's annoying. not weird, bro. It's also weird when it's a different ethnicity. To your point, Spanish people aren't white. She's just doing a completely different ethnicity. Nah, she's Spanish. <laughs> what do you mean? She's Spanish, bro. She's Spanish? Yeah, she's Spanish. So it's okay? Yeah. 
because she's doing <laughs> a white person's accent? Come on, bro. Wait, I got a good way to think this yeah. one back. Wait, hold up. Come on, bro. You spun yourself. Yeah, I did. I did spun myself. No, that shit is weird. Yeah, nah, that's wrong. I couldn't imagine accidentally it shooting isn't someone. It is as... Uh, it ain't that crazy. It ain't that crazy. Y'all like, really so, making a big deal out of it. It's not as over like, the... That's what I thought when I saw it this morning. I was like, oh, it's not as comical as I thought it would be. I thought it would be, like, absurd. Yeah. But it's a fake accent, which is weird. Yeah. It's weird. The only people who care about this yeah. is women, because women be hating on them. Hating. You know, it's the only with, one. With a cute yeah. accent. With yeah. a cute accent. Like, fuck you and your cute accent. They like, and fuck, white liberals, you, that's going to bother them, too. You got a The only reason guy, I think she's Latina, it. she has seven kids. That's that's a very Latina thing to do. Yeah, exactly. She lives it, bro. She's the best actor in the family. <laughs> <laughs> she really embraces this role of being Latina. She's yeah. Bro. Yeah, she's method. pretty. Pretty good. Snap back to seven, bro. Oh yeah, I mean that's how you get to seven. You got to yeah. snap back. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. You seven can't... kids. She looks like that. That's crazy. how you know she's not Latina, bro. A Latina with seven kids gonna look like <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah bed that's frame. that's true. <laughs> let's do uh, let's do another story. But listen, shout out to Alec Baldwin. You know what I mean? Father of the year. Okay, <laughs> I, I think you're innocent. Did you did you see? Uh, oh, you're, see, actually, I agree. I heard someone say I'm standing behind Alec Baldwin. Because I'm not going to stand in front of him. <laughs> All right, Shannon Sharp gets in a fight at an NBA game. You yeah, saw this? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? I, this another actor? Is that what you think? He had an accent, too? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's also leaning into the character of being so pro-LeBron that he's going to go to a Lake, uh, Lakers game courtside, and talk to the players, him, yeah. and if something happens... He ain't gonna be scared of it. And it was the argument with T. Morant, Jaws father. Well, it started with Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Who was playing. Who was playing. Yeah. He said something like, sit your ass down. Then Shannon talked back. Well, he initially said he was too small to guard LeBron. Yeah. Okay. So he said that before the game. He's like, this guy, you can't put him against LeBron. He's too small. So he was chirping him before anything even started. And then yeah. after, I think LeBron like shot over him or whatever, then he was like, see, told you. And then he says some shut up, shut the fuck up, whatever. Then they start jawing back and forth. Then Steven Adams comes over and... Steven Adams That's ready. Big the motherfucker. motherfucker, he don't care. He's ready. Yeah. And then that they kind of get separated a little bit. Then John Moran's dad comes over, and then him and John Moran's dad are going at it much harder. But him and John Moran's dad are cool. They already showed that they yeah, spots that. Yeah, and then they dapped it up like, right after. Yeah. But Stephen A. Smith released, a, or I mean, sorry, Shannon Sharp released a little statement after that says something like, "These guys didn't want smoke." Uh, T. Moran didn't want no smoke. Dylan Brooks didn't want no smoke. Hmm. He conveniently left Stephen Adams out of it. Yeah. <laughs> he might like a little that bit of smoke. That wanted the smoke. A small aperitif of smoke, yeah, perhaps, yeah, would be okay bit. with him. A puff. Let's take a puff. Yeah. <laughs> but Shannon wanted to smoke, too. I was surprised. He wasn't, like, backing down. I mean, nah, Shannon's a not, football he, yeah, star. He's in fantastic scary. shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he got that whole man strength problem. But he could, the whole team could have pretty much came after him, and he's by himself. Yeah. I, still, yeah. I believe But he also knows that nobody's going to do shit. They at the fucking Lakers state. Like, what is it? Yeah, no way. <laughs> I think he really does probably like LeBron, but I also think Skip is the anti-LeBron yes. guy. Yes. So the best role to play mm. is the very pro-LeBron guy. Hard. And then you watch Skip and you learn it doesn't have to be that real. Mm -hmm. For Skip, it's not real at all. For Shannon, it's like, well, let me just lean in all the way. Here's an opportunity mm. to elevate my, my profile as an announcer beyond Hall of Fame football player. And it's funny, and he handles himself well in the situation. And it's like he wearing the fire cardigan. They already got the fucking album cover. Mm. You seen that? Oh, yeah, Which yeah. Which is parental advisor exclusive. Uh, yeah. And he's looking in the album with the cardigans uh, flapping yeah. or whatever. He bet your whole style, bro. I know. He, 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 he wanted to be cardigan. But we're going to see he some jockey, privilege if he, if he doesn't get banned from the arena. Yeah. Because any other person. It's mm. true. You think that's black privilege? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. That's why Alec Baldwin's getting charged. 
This didn't happen to OJ. <laughs> that's a good ass point. What's bro. happening in this country? What are you talking about? Yeah, that's a good What's happening in this country? You gotta talk to your got this guy, bro. That guy was right. OJ got charged. Oh, yeah, he got charged. He innocent. He walking free. Yeah, well, let's see. Yeah, but Shane like not even gonna get charged. And he's home. It happened at where it happened at Staples or whatever the fuck they call uh, it now. Crypto. Crypto.com crypto. Yeah. Arena. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's at if it's at crypto. Nothing happens to him. I think LeBron just squashes that shit immediately. LeBron said something like, "I love C. Shannon. That's my yeah. guy." That's what's up. Yeah. Um, for your guy. What else we got, man? You want to talk about the Steve Crowder situation? Yeah. So what happened? Conservative media, they're they're going at it with each other? Yeah, that's what it seems like. Interesting. It's this a is a very liberal thing to do. Yeah. There's a lot of Literally, infighting amongst conservatives. No, nah, but lately. usually liberals are the ones that like consume their own, right? It's yeah. like you can't be liberal enough and eventually everyone cancels each other and it's over. But seeing the right fight like this, the independent right... This is peculiar. So what it seems like, uh, Steven Crowder was negotiating with the Daily Wire, which mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro has an ownership stake in, I assume, and they're close. And he was negotiating, and then some phone call during the negotiations, well, before they fell apart, Steven Crowder taped that and then put it on this YouTube video and explained, this is why I'm not going with the Daily Wire. Daily Wire might have said something first. This is the link F.A. sent us, and maybe this was his response. And he was like, look, this is why I'm not going with the Daily Wire. Apparently, Ben Shapiro's deals with these people, or Daily Wire's, Daily Wire's deals with talent is, you have to make videos that YouTube won't demonetize. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you get paid. Because if we, we have to make money off the YouTube money for you to make money mm-hmm. off of us. And Steven Crowder's thing is, yeah, but big tech tends to lean left and censor true right-wing views and get demonetized, so you're suppressing freedom of speech. I can't do the deal. Mm. That was his line of thought, which makes sense. But then he plays the phone call on the video, and then at the end tries to get people to his, like, whatever thing he's starting. So I think the response in the comments was not what he expected. Mm. Mm. I think he expected, I'm fighting for the truth, and people are going to see that and be on my side. But everybody in the comments is like, why would you record a phone call with your homie and then put it out there? Like, yeah. who does that? And it's, he's just getting... It was with the Owens went at him, too. For it was at the owner of the Daily Wire named, I think, Jeremy Boring. Jeremy, yeah, 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 yeah. And to his credit, he hasn't turned off comments. I'll give him that. He's letting them cook them. I thought it was an interesting criticism, though. If Well, okay, so I understand, like, kind of where both sides are coming yeah. from, right? Which is, you know, I think maybe Crowder was looking for a deal that was probably more similar to, like, Rogan's, which is, hey, I'm going to do what I want to do. And you guys are going to have to deal with the repercussions of those conversations. Like, Rogan gets paid whether or not Spotify gets heat. Spotify wants to take down an episode. Like, Rogan getting paid. Yeah. And I imagine any creative would want to do that. You know what I mean? I also imagine any creative would want to eventually have that kind of security. It's like, you know, Crowder's probably dealing with every single week whether an episode's demonetized or not. If he's going to get kicked out of YouTube or not. If sponsors are going to leave or not. It's just, there's some stress to that. So the idea that you get to go to a company and you get this guaranteed check after all this hard work and building up this audience, you're like, okay, that's nice. I finally have some security. Maybe I'll take a little less than I can make on my own for the security that I don't have to look over my shoulder every second to see if I'm getting canceled by this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. And then finding out that the deal was contingent on the content being up, you go, well, fuck, now I can't just create freely. Mm. I'm still dealing with all the stress that I had to deal with before. Right. Yeah. It ain't a real $50 million deal. It's a $50 million as long as I play by the rules. And it's a $50 million budget from what he's saying, which is I got to pay 25 employees for, for the team. length of this deal. Right. And then, yeah. And the, But what's, 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 what he's also, I imagine, frustrated by, which I also understand is if I got to play by these rules, 
And as a conservative, I feel like these rules aren't protecting my values and beliefs. That's not a secure system for me. Yeah. I want to be able to create whatever. So in order for me to do that, I have to do that, I guess, on my own platform. I get that. Now, I also understand the Daily Wire's position, which is like, we are assuming the, the, the responsibility. We're assuming the liability. We're putting up all the money. We need to make sure that your content still makes us money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how a business works. Right. If you can't make us money, then we're just losing money on this deal. We cannot do yeah. that. Yeah. Not to mention, I also understand their frustration, which was the first one, none of these deal points were set in stone. This is just like an offer letter. There's another term for it. I'm messing it up. So he could have negotiated on any of these points. And they're like, we could have talked about it. That's where Candace came in. And Candace was like, hey, I got sent a deal memo. And then my lawyers changed, changed these things and, and added di- different things and created more securities for me. You could have still done this. It looks like you're kind of making, it looks like you're kind of almost like using this as an opportunity to create a villain and then galvanize your audience against that villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just one pushback. He did, is, he did do that though. Like, what's that? Like they, when they gave him the initial uh, terms, mm-hmm. he did renegotiate and say, hey, I want the contract to look like this. And then uh, they told him like, we can't match that. Well, my and so understanding, then he's like, okay, so I'm gonna walk away. Well, my understanding was what he changed was mostly the money. So they they offered something, no, and then he and countered. that YouTube, and the YouTube like thing that he has to abide by the YouTube rules. He wanted that gotcha. off the, and gotcha. they, they were like, we, we can't but do just that. real quick on this. So yeah. so and, and which is good because he should put that yeah. up if it's important to have that. Like if it's important to him to have that kind of creative freedom. Um, the one problem is when you do accept a deal, you are accepting a lack of freedom. Anytime you accept money from somebody else, there's going to be a restriction with that money. So. If you are going for a buyout, right, you have to accept, hey, they might take down a piece of content. They might not want to put it up, and that's up to them. And they're basically putting it on you to create content that won't get taken down by YouTube, which I understand his frustration. What I thought was that Daily Wire was trying to say is, hey, you were okay with this. You weren't upset at this when when you wanted a specific number, and then when you found out that we weren't going to pay you that number, then you were upset. So I think their position was, hey, you're willing to acquiesce to these demands for $100 million or whatever the fuck you wanted, and the second it became this different number, now all of a sudden you're, you can't do it, and mm-hmm. you're worried about online censorship and all these but kinds of stuff. But why does he have to go public with it anyway? Like, you try to do a deal with someone and the deal doesn't work out. Why is that grounds to all of a sudden, like, put everyone on blast? And I think that's his mistake. I think, you remember that Tom Brady thing? Well, why he, do you think? Well, I'm, like, the... More like malicious version is like, oh, I'm, this thing happened, and I'm going to leverage this thing within the conservative community to like get rally people and galvanize people and pull some of their fans away mm-hmm. and eat up some of their people. I don't know if he's thinking that way, and it would be a shame if that was. the But that is the how goal. it gets perceived. It would be like if Coffeezilla did the Logan video and then was like, if you want an NFT you can trust, come to me. Right mm-hmm. now, what, like, now, now what about? Let's use let's use us as an example. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a deal for a special, mm-hmm. and then I publicly said what was going on, mm-hmm. right? And that I bought it back, and I was going to put it out myself. Like, right. is that the same thing? I don't no. think so, because that's necessary for the product. You're explaining to people, hey, here's where it's going to be, and here's why it's going to be here. But oh, for but him, nothing doing, changed. He's doing the same thing. What, no, why? He's saying like, I want to put out a product. They are making me. They are tying my hands. Two differences. Sorry well, to interrupt. Let, let, let him just get the whole so thing they're out. They're tying then. my hands. So I can't make the product that I want to make. And so because of this, I want to let the world know that this is the reason why I'm not 
going with this deal. And he was he wanted to emphasize like, oh, so every single person that you sign, even this young YouTuber, you're going to um, hold their hands as well. You know, I think that was his major. Here's the pushback from in terms of the Andrew parallel. Andrew didn't say. First of all, he also didn't. He went. He didn't. Uh, He didn't name the streamer, and still hasn't. Didn't technically neither did. I don't think technically neither did uh, Crowder. I think he just called him Big Con. But that, no, that or, phone call where he taped it and then put, uh, that's where it's different. People are like, yo, why are you taping phone calls and putting them out and vilifying people? He kind of vilified, like, streamers, I guess, but he didn't go at anybody. He didn't name any names. I vilified Second, the idea of, like, censoring he did, yeah, censoring And he material. didn't at the end say, by the way, comics, if you want to go to a place that won't censor you, I'm starting a thing. That's uh, where it also gets perceived as, why, yo, this starting to seem more self-serving. Also, I, I will say one thing is... Uh, I had a deal in place, whereas the difference here is they also didn't have true. a deal. Mm-hmm. It'd be one thing if if they had a deal in place, they were operating within that deal, and then all this censorship started, and he needed to get out of the deal so that he could create the content that he was promised he could do. Mm-hmm. Then he would go, hey, this is what happened. But I guess to your point, which is like, you don't even really need to share this at all. I guess that's my question. I wonder if he has a different motivation, if there's a different like play here, like... Well, like with the Chappelle thing, with Chappelle shows that he was leveraging his audience to then get something that he wanted because there was a deal that was in place, and then he was able to leverage his audience to get a better deal. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's business. But like with this, like you don't just go on blast for every person that you have a deal with that like doesn't go through. But like, do you think that he was leveraging it to build up his his Patreon or his private club or whatever it is? Yeah, I guess. Feels like maybe that was the goal. Yeah. I think um, the way I perceived it, it was just like. He was upset that they tried to make it seem like it's a money thing because they, I think, came at him. I don't know who came they at who came first. They came back. Yeah. He released first. So he said he, like, dissed them. They came back trying to make it seem like he was all about the money. That, I think, is what pissed him off because he's like, no, 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 there's a bigger principle at play, and that's why now I have to record this guy and air that out so you guys see what I actually was caring about on the phone because he mentioned that multiple times. He was like, hey, you go. No, sorry. I was going to say to you. I'll let go ahead. And finish. Off. Yeah. And so, um, and that's why at the end of his thing, he was like, "Oh, well, you guys can go to this platform, and I want to let you know, I'm never going to sign anybody. I'm not going to own any of your show. I'm not going to take any money from your YouTube." So it's like it's almost like even if he's trying to bring people to this other platform, I don't think he capitalizes. He should monetarily. He, I think he's just I saying like, the, exactly I what I was going to say. The producers dancing in the video. Exactly. Yeah. You want to come exactly over here? What, what the like. fuck was it? Uh, death, death, yeah, row. death Row. Death Row Records. Yeah, That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. But also, it's also you come here and now you can be yourself. That feels very mm. shugnized. Exact point. Mm. And then this, the, third, the first part of, oh, they attacked me, so I'm going to come back. I completely get it. I would probably do the same thing, at the very least want to do the same thing. But Tom Brady, you remember when he commented on Lil Duval's IG post randomly about some meme Duval had? And he said, if you're explaining, you're losing. Mm. That's how I felt about watching that. Oh, this is what they mean. If you're explaining, you're losing. If you just ignored it and a couple sentences maybe and then went on about his business, everybody would have forgotten. Mm-hmm. When you make this video to explain yourself, then people start to, there's just more time to pick holes in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Huh? Hmm. I just maybe he just felt like nah they're trying to paint me. I get it in a light that I, I would have like, probably so, done the uh, same. That makes you know? more sense. Yeah. But also don't leave the phone call. That'd be the only. Yeah, thing. yeah. yeah, yeah that, that, the that's, phone call's corny. That's, I don't like that's that. Corny. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Um. But it is an interesting thing. Like, 
you know, one way of looking at it is that he went into this with the because it's not like he hasn't had deals before, right? Like he's he's taking money from different people. I think he was with the Blaze. I think he's been with other people. So it's not like he's not accepting money from different groups. Yeah. I guess he felt that those groups weren't like impeding on his freedom of thought, mm-hmm. and he knows for a fact that YouTube or different social media platforms are going to do that. Mm-hmm. And if he has to maintain the rules of those platforms now. By proxy of that relationship and that contract, he cannot create freely. That I uh, relate to. Mm -hmm. And that would be frustrating. And it'd be frustrating for him to continue to be authentic and serve his viewers if he went along with that. I guess I would say is like, why not continue continue debating that? And why not continue working those things out in the contracts and trying to fight for that? Because especially... If, if I'm taking him at face value in terms of, like, what his beliefs are, right, which I, I like to do with people. It's like, if you're conservative, you believe the shit, you live, you die. I think a lot of people who are necessarily haters are using this as an opportunity to be like, see, you're not about that life. Get the fuck out of here. You're just trying to monetize this. Mm-hmm. But if you believe in conservative values like like a, like a terrorist believes in Islam, like you are 100%, anything that's going to encroach on that freedom, you like get the fuck out of here. And that's what he sounds like to me. Hmm. But you never know. It could... And also there's Catholic terrorists too. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, that's a, that's a fact. Yep, that there's a lot a of different terrorists. <laughs> that is terrorists come in all shapes and sizes and religions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's Jewish terrorists there's too. There's definitely yeah. Jewish terrorists. The media, there's, yeah. there's, there's there was an Asian, there was an Asian one last yeah, week. Asian yeah, Asian terror. There's so many Buddhist different terrorists. terrorists. I don't think there's a Buddhist terrorist. Exactly. Does that did what we just said apply, comply with all YouTube's demands? Like, we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, okay, YouTube's fine with it. YouTube was fine with what I just said. Everyone's did, a terrorist right? all the time. Everyone's Eco- a terrorist. Oh wait, there's women. And also, there's like, women terrorists too. There's there's definitely women terrorists. Black terrorists and, and there's gay terrorists. Gay terrorists for sure. Yeah, so. They was after me in Paris, bro. <laughs> when they saw this mustache, them gay terrorists was coming, bro. What did it terrorize that booty hole? Damn That's right. what they wanted to do. I ain't let Shit. nothing happen, bro. Fly a plane straight into that. So, no, they, they heard. Real talk. <laughs> They wanted that, but then you know that's why. I, that's why the first time I was in Paris, I shit myself because they need to know what they're getting into. Oh, ah, a couple of croissants in there. Smart move. Yeah. Oh, so Shifty was do. just playing defense. He yeah, got back yeah, to New York. He's like, oh, they gonna smell the Paris on me. Yeah, I gotta. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, okay, okay, I get it now. Damn, Shifty on it. Yeah, yeah Shifty smart. That's why I got them apple juices. Damn right. <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, let's talk about some uh, some real depressing shit, man. Sad. It's a saddest. It's a sad moment in it's history. It's a sad moment in history, man. Yeah. Truly Cowboys yeah. finally lost in the playoffs. Finally, dude. So unexpected. <laughs> finally lost. <laughs> so end of a dynasty, bro. I know. End of an yeah. I did not see dynasty. it coming. I truly did not see it coming. Where do they go from here? You know, what sucks is uh, the, I don't. The fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that. Can I make my enough. wife believe in me like y'all believe in the Cowboys? It's amazing. I it's don't. Amazing, bro. I said bet against the Cowboys. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. I said it against the Bucks, which they won, yeah. but I'd have said it again against the Niners. Do you think that you're like... <laughs> I don't believe you. would have lost that. Yeah. 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 One advice you gave was... I'm 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 50-50. Yeah. But you would, I'm you, more you would say that Cowboys fans generally believe a little bit yeah, too he, much in well, themselves. Yeah. It's funny because in Dallas, everybody I know is just like, oh, this is hopeless. And then when you leave Dallas, all the fans outside of the cities are like... We win in the Super Bowl! Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's not what we're thinking back home uh, at all. These we're are just New Yorkers believe. that leave New York? Unless, yeah. yeah, unless the Jones family somehow has to sell the team, like, 
<laughs> you know, me too cases or something, then it, we're just, we're, we're all where we are. You know what I mean? Well, he's done it. We just needed to come to light. Yeah. It's what makes you accuse him. What, no, what, no. You make it's, an accusation. The segregation shit wasn't enough. I thought we, I thought you, you was getting thought, I know, right? yeah. Nah, bro. Nah. Nobody cares about black people. We need bro. fresh cases. We need, if, you know, if you were old looking like that, we'd have been like, yo, that was Thursday. That's true. 50 years, it was just too much time. You know what I mean? He's lucky that picture was black and white. Like if that's yeah. a, like an in color like picture, the way he wants the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. no color. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, the Cowboys just lost to the better team. I don't think Dak is. Uh, he think he's good, but he's not good enough to win a Super Bowl without like a yeah. really, really, really good coach and a really good supporting cast. I almost had on that last play though. That last play was a fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. went for it. What man. were they thinking with that last play? Huh? <laughs> I was the Cowboys always have the worst last play of a game, so I wasn't even surprised at how stupid that was. Well, I don't even understand what was going. It was they they were, were, they're but trying, what was the goal to lose? <laughs> like yeah. the play that was called was it to make sure that they lost? They got to investigate, think, right? I think what they the plan was yeah. create a it's like have a quick pass. The guy immediately laterals it to Zeke who's playing center. Yeah, and then he can run and then lateral laterally. However, is the coach the director of Rust? <laughs> I think he might be. <laughs> oh, it is. Mike McCarthy's a he's a producer. I think. Oh, Oh, he's a producer. Yeah, he's a okay. producer, I think. Okay, I just needed to I make sure. I wish Jerry Jones is a producer on fucking Rust, goddammit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck! Okay, so? So I think that was the plan, but the Niners' defense is just so fast. That do, you, they, do you believe in the Niners for the future? Like, are we putting money on the Niners? So here's what I think. I think... If we were to gamble, for example. If I was to gamble... What would you do? The problem is Philadelphia, week to week, you never know, but they look fucking invincible. They fucking... Like they look, us, bro. they look good at, at everything. I don't know a weakness necessarily. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts maybe in a big game can't do it maybe, but he played big games all through college. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even. They look really fucking good. If Mahomes was healthy, I would say they're gonna win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs, but, but since he's not, I think. What are the lines, Miles? Uh, Eagles are minus two and a half. So Eagles, Eagles are favor, favored by two and a half. I think they're gonna cover. I think. And I think the Bengals is a pick them, right? Yeah. Which means whoever you pick, that's just like, oh, really? yeah, that's the line. I think the Bengals will win just because Mahomes has a high ankle injury, high ankle sprain, mm. and those tend to be rough. You can't run. You probably can't plant properly as a quarterback. He could play in this maybe, yeah, see what yeah. happens. <laughs> um, but I think the Bengals and Joe Burrow is going to be too good just because Mahomes is hurt. Yeah. So you think the Bengals are going back? I think they are going back, and I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl if, because the other two teams have such good D-lines, that and the Bengals' O-line is, was already not good, and it's decimated now. Mm. So I, I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl, but I think they'll make it back. Now, if you were to put some money down, yeah. where would you do that? I think I would do it at betonline.ag. And you would use? I would use a promo code FLAGRANT, and I'm, I believe they match my initial deposit of $1,000 up to $1,000 by 50%. So wow. if I put in 1000 I get $500 free. Wow. That's pretty fucking crazy. Right? Wow. Yeah. And so you're putting it on? So I'm putting it on the Bengals and I'm putting it on the Eagles. Wow. I hate to say this as a Cowboy fan. But but the Eagles look really fucking good. I would love to be wrong. I'd love to lose you guys. When money gets involved, it's, hard. it's easier to be objective, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah, that interesting? Yeah. Like being a fan without having any money in the game. Oh yeah, you could be as illogical as you want. You're a lunatic. Yeah. But once you put like a hundred dollars, you're like that O line is struggling. Like these, these <laughs> are some bums, yo. Yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. What happened to that kicker? Um, and Brett the Yeah, the one who missed like the three. Yips, dude. This is kicking and cornerback are the most mental positions I think Explain in Explain the yips. In football. That's a funny term. We the don't yips have that. This is like if uh I hear it in golf more so, but like all of a sudden you just can't hit the ball or you hit the ball and it goes 200 feet to the left of where you wanted it. You're just completely off. Completely so, yeah, inaccurate. Extra point, bro. That it's, is like the easiest thing that they have to do. Cornerback 
and uh, kicker, if you make a mistake, everybody watching knows it's your mistake. Yeah. Like a sack, I guess you can blame the lineman, but like, eh, you don't and, know and which lineman. Yeah, you lose yeah, eight yeah, yards, yeah, and yeah. it kind of kills the drive. But a long, you give up a long pass for fifty yards. That's on you. You crushed us. You lo- you cost us points, and it's on you and you alone. So I think you, the whole world sees it and you get in your head. And same with missing a kick. The whole world saw you miss a kick. So once you miss one, it's like, yo, everybody fucking saw me do that. And yeah. I think it just snowballs. Nah. And that's why kickers just go cold. I don't believe it. No, I, hey, I, you watch zero sports, so I think you're right. Nah, 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 but <laughs> but <laughs> when I have hunches, my hunches be on. And I'm telling you, check that guy. I bet he's in like crazy debt right now. And he was trying to throw that game. Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> There's no way. Yo, yeah. that could be it, bro. So to miss it's three extra points in a row? Yeah. That's crazy. Well, he missed four, but the Cowboys were up. Nah. The Cowboys were up 18-0 when he missed one of them, 24-0 when he missed another. So, like, whatever the spread is, it wasn't your, – your one point is not hurting He's trying to do what he can, bro. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do what he can. Everybody got to do their, their part. Yeah. Everybody got to do their sure. part. Yeah. This, this is like target fixation. That's like when you're staring at someone when you're on a bike and you go towards it instead of trying to miss it because Yo, you're afraid up. of hitting it. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking misses two kicks in a row. And then he lines Thank up and he's like, Thank oh, goddamn. Don't of, miss. I know. He was me. just doing that thing. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> His, his, his long-ass explanation for just missing. Yeah, no. <laughs> Target fixation. Yeah. That's life, bro. What? Your whole, your whole life you're looking at the thing that you're going to do something with. That's nah, me. in See, motorcycles no, 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 it means... No, 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 no. All right. No. Oh, go, 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 they're not, got PTSD. I promise. Please. They're not going to understand it, bro. You can't No, nah, we're not going to understand it, bro. So you saying that the, 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 the kicker was fixating too much on kicking it through the post, and that's why he missed? Nah. He got to focus more on not getting it through the post. That's how you That's how you get the ball through the post? Nah, I'll send y'all a definition. You can read about it. Yeah. Who, who did this scientific <laughs> study, bro? No, no, it's crazy. Nah, this heard, is cool. I've heard snipers will aim 100 feet to the left. You got to aim to the left, bro. Wind, you do have to do that, do that, man. You really do have to do that. That's that a good idea. Yeah, yeah, nah, explain that's a good it. Explain it. You do that? It's no, no, but you still go to where, with the wind, you still go to 100 feet to the left. Yo, can I ask you a question? You don't get fixated on the target. Did you put your goggles on straight today? That's what he targeted. Is that that what you did? You just went for straight and then you were just too fixated on the straight. Exactly. I got it. I got that. That's targeting over his eyes. Yeah, when you took my fucking croissant, did you mean to take a chocolate (laughs) one? You talked it in the chocolate and then boom, found that almond. That one was delivered. That one was on purpose. I don't believe it. That one was on purpose. I believe you would have missed it if you fixated on it. No, that one I actually wanted to. I believe you would have missed it immediately if you fixated it. It tasted so good, bro. Gotcha, gotcha. So you're saying your dad's gay friend was really looking at Dove the whole time? There's no way that's true. There's no way I'm talking to there's no way. <laughs> Aren't you glad you didn't include Miles in this, bro? Yes. <laughs> Mark was like, let me spin by myself. <laughs> okay, there's a video up here that it feels like yeah. we're going to close the pod on. This is one final beautiful moment, okay? This okay. is uh, just a exquisite milk out of UK. Woo! Uh, this, is a, this is a woman that... I guess there was some type of medical emergency, so she came There's on jelly out. jelly belly and olive on the move. And she's going viral on the internet. Come on, uh, jelly belly, you're going again. Oh, Fucking hell, look at that ass. She's <laughs> Kardashian. Yo, why is she why getting you do it like that? Cakes. She's on crack. <laughs> she's on crack? That was good. And people are saying they've just There's never seen... Jelly Belly and Olive on the move. They've never seen milk like this before. Nah, this is Go crazy. Go on, Jelly Belly, you're going again. Now, he was beating her, right? 
Fucking hell, look at that ass. I think, think she's sucks. Look at her, she's yanking the fucking dog in, dude. Hey, look at that. I mean, god damn, bro. I mean, that's impressive. That's cartoonish. That's, that's it. What is it? Uh, Pixar? They have the fat asses on the <laughs> yeah, moms yeah. or whatever like that? That's, that's a Pixar mom ass right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is abuse, though. Like, he was beating her up, right? Who, who was being who up? The guy. He goes, come on, Jelly Belly, you're going again. No, no, no that's, that's just a neighbor on the camera. It. The neighbor is talking about the dude that's going to the police car. I'm assuming no, he's there, talking there was about a, her. They're making fun of both of them. Yeah. So I think both of them must be. If a girl gets beat and then you make fun of how fat she is, you deserve no, no, to no, be no. He's talking about the dude that's going yeah. into the back of the police car. He still makes car. fun of her after he's, she's on crack. Well, he's, she might be a crackhead too, but he. But then that's. <laughs> I think she's still doing yeah. something wrong. He's roasting both of them. I think he's just happy that they're finally getting them out of there because they're probably crackheads and they're probably annoying all the neighbors and shit. So you can't, uh, I've never seen yeah. a crackhead look like that. But do you that. see where I'm coming from? Yeah, he's yeah. going again. It's like he beats his girl and this happens a lot. Yeah. Like, this ain't the first time that they're going to jail. Yeah, there's some kind of degenerates. Yeah. 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 I don't know. And just the way on. she yanked that dog in, there's no mental She don't look like a crackhead, bro. That bitch full. That's what I'm saying. You ever seen a <laughs> crackhead built like that? Yeah, I mean, man. They get money. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That's that's, a, that's the actual photo of her from the front, man. <laughs> oh, no. She, she's different, bro. <laughs> that chick is definition built different. Yeah. Like, yeah. be honest, back in your single days, you hit? No, I haven't taken nothing down like that, bro. Come on, bro. I remember that. <laughs> that's, that's like... Whoa, that's prehistoric. <laughs> Girls didn't look like that after the Younger Dryas. Well, yeah, that's Yo, a, a clay pot. Before the Younger Dryas, bro? Yeah. That's how women used to look back before yeah. the Younger Dryas. She hasn't had a dry ass in a long time, that's, I think. You can't even wipe that. <laughs> you can't wipe. She look like Shifty. <laughs> you know? Dude, this girl right here, we need to speak to our, our people in uh, in Manchester to figure out if they know this one. Yeah. We need to speak, uh, speak to uh, my boy Adam Rowe. I think he's in Liverpool, but yeah. Fuck. But he probably can see but it from there. He's got a special out, so make sure you check out Adam's new special. <laughs> he can probably curious. see it from Liverpool, bro. She lays down, he can see it. Oh, dude, you're going to hear that. <laughs> you're going to hear that. Mm. Yeah, How'd good. this even come on your feed, Mark? This is from F.A., bro. Also Barstool Sports Poster. Oh, yeah, F.A. got it on lock. Yeah, he got the scoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Act me like some milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trying to get F.A. in trouble right now, bro. You really trying to get F.A. in trouble right now. You're a, you're a wild boy, bro. You're a wild boy. F.A. like a little milk. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with liking milk, bro. You your cows in. Yeah. What do you think the grip is like on that? Oh, bro. That's crazy grip, right? Grip yeah. is insane. The yeah. grip on that is Absolutely berserk. Just the intensity, like uh, like the density of it. You know what I mean? It's just it, the walls caving in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the walls are caving it's in. It's an old mine, bro. Uh huh. It's an old mine. You get in there, all of a sudden you hear a canary die. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo. it's scary. You go, oh. Yo, it's about I to happen. believe that. I believe you pull different things out of that. <laughs> like I believe she might have forgot some things in there, bro. What do you, like like a prize or something? I I don't know. Prize, maybe snacks. Maybe she was sneaking some shit for the movie theater. She <laughs> yeah. left a whole like liter of cola. <laughs> like I think you could pull a liter of cola out that. You think they got a baby in there? Just a nah, 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 a forty five nah, nah, year old baby nah, nah, that nah, still, nah. <laughs> still never came out. <laughs> she probably had a tampon in the wrong hole, looking oh like Akad. Oh wait, <laughs> you put one Damn in the wrong it. hole. <laughs> I don't get it. You dress like oh, a tampon okay, in a rock okay, yeah. no, I get it now. Yeah. Well, guys, that's so, our show. Yeah, yeah so. When yeah, I overthink Alex, Alex just ended the show. When I, oh, when I bro, overthink him, bro. You got the gifts, just, bro. That's what happened. Nah, no, you, you, you were fixated. No, you yeah. got the gifts. I was gifts. trying to get that one out, so you get that bomb, Don't bomb, don't bomb. And you were target fixated, bro. That's what happened. I know how to get to it. If only you knew the term, and then maybe you wouldn't have bombed, bro. That's what happened. That's true. It was probably that. It was probably that. That was good, though. All right, guys. That was flagrant. Bye.